everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay, welcome! I am so excited to be with you today. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last few years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. We are part of the solution. And God chose us to be alive right now, not 100 years ago, not 100 years from now. We're alive right now during this time. And God is putting together this amazing puzzle. And we all have a piece that we are bringing to the puzzle. So we have to show up with our puzzle piece. I want to wish you all a happy love day. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm so excited um, about our Valentine's. We're going to be spending it together as a family. It's going to be a great day. So I hope you are having a great day as well. I want to do a shout out to the ladies that helped to put this show together. My sister, Tammy Wagner, Denise Brewer, Terry Strange, and Terry Parsons. Thank you so much for all of your work to help to make this possible. If it wasn't for you, it would not be possible. Okay, this is going to be a crazy show. Avery, how many videos do we have? There were 19 videos. 19 videos. How many graphics? Uh, 10 graphics. 10 graphics. And one written prophetic word. Oh my gosh. So buckle up because there is going to be a lot of stuff coming at you. Be praying for Avery and I as we are going through this and uh, asking God just to guide and direct us because it is really, really exciting. You can see the show because it's going to be long. And so if you're like, oh man, what, you know, if it's a limited platform, you're not going to be able to see the full thing. So you want to go to theflyoverapp.com. Again, it's theflyoverapp.com, and you can watch the show there, see the ver- the full version of it, as well as the show that we did with Robin Bullock. We did a show with Robin Bullock last week, that's Thursday, February the 8th, which was absolutely amazing. You can find it at the Flyover app or flyover.live. Again, flyover.live to watch that show. You do not want to miss it. So much incredible information. He was talking about what's going on with Putin, what's going on with President Trump, what's going going on um, with Netanyahu, as well as witchcraft and prophetic, all of that in one show. So again, go to flyover.live. You can find it there under new releases. Um, You do not want to miss that show. I also want to thank the sponsor of the show. If it wasn't for Mike Lindell, he supports so many patriots. He's done so many things to help to save our country, and he supports patriots. So when you go to fly, when you go to mypillow.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off. Obviously, it helps you. It helps Mike Lindell, and it helps the Flyover Conservatives, so we really appreciate it. One thing I was going to ask you to do, if you received anything for Valentine's Day from my pillow, or you gave it to someone and they were excited, I just ask that you put it in the comments. We would love to hear what you got or what you gave and the response of your loved ones. So check out this quick commercial. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. You know, when we travel, we actually take our pillows with us. The key to that, though, is to make sure you have a colored uh, pillowcase and not a white one because we've had white ones before and we accidentally left at the hotel. So if you are traveling with your pillow, make sure you have a different colored pillowcase than white uh, because you'll probably forget it like we have. So they're they're so great. We actually travel with our pillows. So use promo code FLYOVER when you go to MyPillow.com. I also want to talk about Fern Valley Soap. When you go to FernValleySoap.com and use promo code FLYOVER, you get 20% off on your purchases. We love Sandra Fry. We love the team there at Fern Valley Soap. Uh, They love Jesus. They love the prophetic, um, and they make amazing soap. It's goat milk soap. Um, You can see the video there. It's really cool. And they have great deals on their product. I know a lot of you have received or have you, you've been purchasing these as Valentine's gifts. So I would love to hear the response of either if you receive them or if you gave them to loved ones, their response. So make sure you put it in the comments below. We would love to hear um, how you're liking your product because I absolutely love it. My favorite is actually the Humboldt Hands, which might sound a little crazy because it's, it's an exfoliator. It actually has walnut shells in it, but I love it. I take it with me when I travel as well. So I think that's one of their best-selling products. And so try that if you've never tried the Humboldt Hands. All right, so what are the prophets saying? Well, we already told you there's going to be a ton of videos today, and I'm so excited to share with you the very first one, which is Donna Rigney. So she released this with her son, John, on February the 6th of 2024. Something I want to highlight, because you're going to hear be hearing a lot more of it, be listening for great exposures. She's going to be talking about that. She's going to be talking about the truth. We're going to hear that multiple times today, what's going to be coming out with that. In fact, she said the truth will be told about Joe Biden and his family, Gates, Fauci, Oprah Winfrey, and many more. There are too many, too many, are too numerous to name them all. Truth tellers will arise and not be shunned or silenced, but their voices will be like the voice of a mighty herald. And then finally, a mighty army is arising in this land. They are one with one another and with us. In this unity lies the strength. We're going to be hearing a lot about that today. Check this out. (laughs) Uh, And this is one of the things that he said to me. He said, great, oh, great exposures are coming. Yeah. Great exposures are coming. But this Mm. is the important part of what he said. He said, great exposures are coming because I have declared that the truth must be made manifest for all to see. If you want to read Mm. Isaiah 55, (laughs) what the word of God says, Mm -hmm. that when God speaks, his word never returns void. That's right. Whatever he says, when he created the whole world, Mm -hmm. he said, let there be light, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything. Boom. When his word goes forth, the, it produces what he says. Yeah. So he is saying with this word, great exposures are coming because I have declared that the truth must be made manifest for all to see. Because I said it, the truth must be made manifest and must be exposed for everyone to see. Right. Isaiah 55, 10. 
as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes from my mouth. It will not return empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Amen. That is a promise. Amen. He says, when I say something, Mm -hmm. no one and nothing can stop my word from being fulfilled. And I have said, great exposures are coming. Yeah. He said this. He said, daughter, the exposures are going to greatly increase. Both the good and the evil will be unveiled for all to see. Yes, the good that has been done behind the scenes will be revealed Mm -hmm. so that appreciation and honor will be given to those it is due. So he's saying it's not just going to be evil that's going to be exposed, but I'm going to bring about an exposure of good, too. Right. And you've been doing a lot of you guys have been doing a lot of good stuff behind the scenes that nobody has seen. But God says this is the hour Mm -hmm. that those those things are going to be exposed because I want honor to be given whom honor is due. Yeah. At the same time, the deeds of the wicked and those who serve the evil one shall be brought into the light for every. And he really emphasized everyone to see. No longer will there just be suspicions of what people's surmise is going on, but absolute proof positive shall be given. This is what God's going to be doing. We kind of suspect a lot of things are going on. Oh, human trafficking and stuff that's happening with the children. We're suspicious of things, but we don't really have proof positive. God's saying proof positive is coming. Not only will these exposures dramatically increase, but punishment and justice will follow suit. Mm-hmm. So God's saying, not only are you going to start seeing things exposed, but punishment and justice is going to come forth. Right. None will escape judgment or rewards as well. Yeah. Yes, the righteous will be rewarded and promoted and the wicked shall be punished. And I knew when he said that he was referring to Donald Trump. That Donald Trump has been grossly mistreated. Right. He's been lied about. Right. He's been falsely accused of everything you can think of. He's been falsely yeah. accused. Yet the man has done a lot of good. And God knows right. that. That's an injustice. And God's mm. saying there's going to be exposures of the good that he's done. Yes. And rewards right. are going to come forth. For the good that he's done and the good that my children have done. Right. Because he says that's justice. Exactly. And that's what the Lord was speaking to you about Donald Trump. And, and I felt for me that the Lord was telling me to let you guys know to get ready. When I was coming to get ready for this, the Lord kept saying, tell him to get ready. Get ready that it's not something that you're going to so much be begging God for. But just as a storm rolls in. And you know the storm is here because you can hear the sounds that the storm has arrived. Everything God has for you is going to come the same way. Truth tellers will arise Mm -hmm. and not be shunned or silenced, but their voices will be like the voice of a mighty herald. Oh, that's you. That's Mm -hmm. you. You are the truth tellers. He says, I'm raising up an army and they're going to be truth tellers. What's yeah. the truth? 
God's going to give you his word to declare. And what happens? Mm. His word never returns void. When you declare his word, it's going to produce what God is saying through those words that you're declaring when they're his words. Okay? So I'm going to say that again. Truth tellers will arise and not be shunned. Okay, God's saying, my truth tellers, have we been seeing a lot of people that are telling the truth and they're shunned? He says, not anymore. I'm speaking now. This is what I'm saying. My truth tellers are going to arise and they will not be shunned or silenced. Right. Okay? But their voices will be like the voice of a mighty herald. As Paul Revere rode and shouted through the streets his warnings. Huh? The British are coming. The British are coming. Huh? Paul Revere rode through the streets. Mm. Oh, warned everyone. Brought the truth forth. Brought the warning forth. God says, I'm rising up truth tellers with that kind of power and authority like Paul Revere had. Right. He said, I am anointing many to go through this land shouting the truth so that none will be deceived and destroyed by the trickery of the wicked. The truth mm. will be told about Donald Trump, his family, Joe Biden, his family. Okay? He's saying the truth is going to be told about Donald Trump and his family, but it's also going to be right. told about Joe Biden and his family. Gates, Fauci, Oprah Winfrey, and many more. Mm. <laughs> he went out, he was just saying one name after another. He said they are far too numerous to name them all. Right. So he says the truth is going to be coming forth about. Yeah. <laughs> Why? God's saying, because I said it. Right. This is what I'm doing in this hour. Right. I'm declaring the truth is going to be told. Mm. I, the Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, who created everything with my words, with my voice, I'm speaking now, and I'm saying the truth is going to be told. Right. Truth is going to be exposed, right. both the good and the evil. Right. We need to hear the good. Mm. We need to know the truth. All right? <laughs> he said, many believed that the good were evil and that those who practiced evil were good to their detriment. Now the truth will go forth through the land like a mighty shout the truth will be revealed and not silenced. Oh, ha. Mm-hmm. Ears and eyes will be opened. Hearts and minds will be transformed in an instant. As the truth right. goes forth, people are going to change. Their minds, their thoughts are going to change in an instant when they hear the truth. He said, the truth does that. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. The truth brings freedom. Yeah. And he gave me a couple of scriptures, which I'll share in Isaiah 47, verse three. Your nakedness will be exposed and your shame uncovered. I will mm-hmm. take vengeance. I will spare no one. Hallelujah. Okay, so the wicked that are covering up what they're doing with their lies, he says, your nakedness is going to be exposed. Right. All right. And mm-hmm. then Psalm 68, verse three. But may the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. May they be happy and joyful. So there's two things going to be happening. Okay? Right. The righteous are going to have their deeds exposed too. And it's going to bring them honor 
and rewards. God's going to reward them. At the same time that that's happening, what the wicked have been doing mm-hmm. is going to be exposed. A great time of exposure is coming. Right. Because God's spoken. A mighty army is arising in this land. A mighty army. That's mm-hmm. you. That's you. Right. The army of God. Okay. They are one with one another and with us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm. It says this army that's arising are one with one another and they're one with me, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay. In this unity lies their strength. Okay. All right. We need to stay one with one another, loving one another, huh? Right. Huh. And loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. They are one united voice proclaiming my words and pushing back the forces of darkness. What do we use to push back the forces of darkness? Speaking his words. Mm. To speak his word with love in your heart. Okay? If we do it with hatred, bitterness, anger, resentment, fears no fruit. 1 Corinthians 13. Right. Tinkling brass, sounding symbol. Right. If we don't do things with love. So we... Jesus taught us, you've got to love your enemies. Mm-hmm. Do good to those who hurt you. Pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. Okay? Love your enemies. He says, if you love your enemies, that's good for you. All right? Then when you right. pray for them, your prayers will be powerful and effective. Okay? Mm-hmm. A little bit of work that we got to do there, forgiving them, you know, in our hearts. Because they've done a lot of damage. Yeah. Then he said this which was so encouraging. Fire will fall soon. Oh, mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. burn the chaff and ignite stony, cold hearts. The yeah. fire of God is going to fall. Huh. Pray for my fire to fall. Declare it, decree it, and it will be so. Oh, Amen. so the, what's our job? Pray for the fire to fall. Yeah. Declare, God, your fire is going to fall. I decree the fire of God is going to fall. Mm. I declare it. <laughs> no one and nothing can stop God <laughs> right. from pouring his fire out on his people right. and on this world. Oh. Right. <laughs> he says, you declare it because that's my word and it will come to pass. Amen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Revival fire is the answer to the evils of this world. In this revival fire, my glory will be displayed and manifested. And this is what we're beginning to see happening as we're traveling and going different places here to we're seeing the glory of God being poured out and revival fire being ignited. Mm. The hearts of people are changing. Miracles are happening. Healings are happening. Feelings are being restored. So Mm. many wonderful things are happening. That's the fire of God, the glory of God, revival fire. But right. imagine that worldwide, not just little pockets here and there. Right. God wants to do this worldwide. Mm. Okay. He said, many are called, but few are chosen to carry my right. glory and spread it worldwide. Many are called to mm. carry his glory and spread it all over the world, but few are chosen. The pure of heart are chosen. Those who allow my fire to do its work of purifying deep within them. 
when you're up here at the altar soaking, when you're right. home soaking in the glory, when you're alone with God and the Holy Spirit shows you something that you need to get rid of in your life, in your heart, in your thoughts. Yeah. You just lay it at the altar. I'm sorry. I give it to you, God. I, I say I repent and I renounce it. Right. You know, in the name of Jesus. Get right. rid of it. He said, because he wants to use the pure of heart. He told me, he said, I'm not going to pour my glory into filthy vessels. Okay? Right. We can't make ourselves clean and spotless and beautiful, but the Holy Spirit, his holiness dwells within mm-hmm. us. The Holy Spirit. That's mm. his job to make us holy. So right. as we walk with the Holy Spirit, as we listen to the Holy Spirit, spend time with the Holy Spirit, he makes us into the holiness of Jesus. Right. All right. He said, oh, <laughs> those who allow my fire to do its work of purifying deep within them will are the pure of heart. These are chosen and set apart. The counterfeit who pretend to be ours aren't selected. But the Amen. faithful and true are. Amen. Oh, and this is the scripture he gave me from Zephaniah 3 9. Oh, then I will purify the lips of the peoples that all of them may call on the name of the Lord and serve him shoulder to shoulder. There's the mm. unity, huh? the love, the purifying fire of God. Right. He says, I'll purify you. Huh? I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth. When I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. Yeah. God is good. God is good. I love the flag that she has behind her and appealed to heaven. David actually bought me that flag. uh, So we have it hanging outside at our house. And he also bought me one that goes in the yard. You know, like if you um, have a candidate or something that's running for office, how you can put those flags on your yard. We, he bought me one of those as well. So appeal to heaven. That is exactly what we are doing right now. I'm going to take you to Julie Green. Julie received this prophetic word on January the, the 31st, 2024, while she was actually in Washington, D.C. Uh, she delivered it on February the 9th, 2024, and it's called Bribes in Your Government, Intelligent Agencies, Corporate America, and Hollywood are being exposed. There's that exposed word. Check this out. Brother Lord, I'm telling you this day that truth is filling this earth. I said truth is filling this earth. I've told you like a flood. I've told you like a volcano. I've told you like an avalanche. I've told you that their walls are crumbling. I told you that their dam of lies is breaking. I told you that this fourth of this year, this year of 2024, I am going to reveal. I'm going to expose. I am going to show the proof. I am going to show the truth. I am going to show every single one of your buildings and your capital. I'm going to show you every dirty deal. I'm going to show you every single wolf. I'm going to show you every single snake. I'm going to show you every single rat. I'm going to show you all the money, all the blood money. I'm going to show you all the bribe money. Oh, bribes, bribes, bribes. There has been one bribe after another. There has been one thing after another that they have done to shut the mouths of people that are around them. They were going to spill the beans or tell the truth. But I will tell you that these people, there's a boldness coming on my people in the Capitol. There's boldness coming on my people in the Capitol. I am bringing boldness to them. 
I am bringing boldness to them, the ones who I have sent there. There are people that are sent there that you have no idea were on the side of truth, that you had no idea were on the side of life, that you had no idea were on the side of America. Because there have been deep fakes. There have been plants. There have been, uh, there have There have been, there's people that I have put in different positions that have infiltrated. I put people in different positions that you had no idea were on the side of life. But also there are people that I will show you that look like they're on the side of life and they were actually on the side of death and destruction. I told you that I am rooting out. The deep state, I'm pulling every single one of their roots out of the ground. The deep ground that they have tried to bury these roots, try to grow these roots. They have tried to destroy this nation. But I will tell you, they will not destroy a nation that I have already blessed. My children, do you hear what I just said? They cannot destroy a nation I have blessed. I have blessed this nation. You haven't seen some of the fruit of that blessing recently because of all the corruption and all the evil. And now you have kicked me out of many things. But now my people are humbling them themselves and they are praying. They are praying. And I said, if you humble yourselves and pray, I will heal your land. It looks like a brokenness. There looks like death. It looks like destruction. It looks like chaos. It looks like a great divide. A great divide. But I am the great uniter. I unite. I unite my children in my name. I give you power. I give you authority. I will give you what to do. I have given you marching orders. There's a great shaking coming to this capital. I said there's a great shaking, a great earthquake coming to this nation and coming to this capital. And you think of earthquake, you think of naturally. Well, I'm going to show you how I'm going to shake this capital. I'm going to show you how I'm going to shake you loose from these people. I'm going to show you how I'm going to shake you loose from their power. I'm going to show you how I'm going to shake you loose from their lies. I'm going to show you how I'm going to shake you loose from their oppression. I will show you justice like you've never seen before. Say, Lord, you've said certain and similar things before. Yes, I have. But have you gotten it down into your heart? Are you believing me? Are you celebrating? Are you in joyful glee because of what I'm about to do for thee? Or do you see what they're doing and you're getting frustrated? You're getting overwhelmed. You're getting over the burden on some people. The burden in your hearts because of what you see. Instead of believing me. I'm repeating certain things, my children, so you understand that I am in control. You're going to see something happen in this nation, naturally, in this capital, specifically. 
You're going to see something shake, but you're also going to see something spiritually. Your enemies are going to scatter and they are going to run and they're going to flee in multiple different directions because of me. I said, I am cleaning out the house. I said, I'm cleaning out the Senate. I said, I was cleaning out that white house. I said, I was cleaning out the Supreme court. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I am true to my word. Great exposure is coming not only for the Democratic Party. Oh, yes. A great divide is coming to that party. There's coming great death to that party and not just physical a death to their plans, a death to their chokehold, a death to everything that they were doing against you. Because I am tearing it apart. I've heard the cries of my people. They have said my words and I'm faithful to perform them. This is the hour that I'm telling you, my children, I'm going to expose them but I'm going to expose every person on the right and every person that's on the red. I'm going to expose all the ones in masks. I'm going to expose all the ones that have been causing these bribes, dirty deals and blackmails to so many people in the government, bribe upon bribe, blackmail upon blackmail. And I'm going to reveal to you all the ones who've been silenced. All the ones they killed for their propaganda. For all the ones that they killed. And it's going to shock you how many deaths occurred because of your government. Militarily. Governmental. Everyday citizens. I'm going to expose, oh, Hollywood? Oh, yes, I'm going to expose it all. So get ready and get prepared for this mighty shaking that I'm doing in this capital, the mighty shaking I'm doing in this nation to shake you free for your jubilee, to shake you free for these celebrations, to shake you free from the life that I have for you, a free, free, free. I'm shaking you free. So get with me in this time. Get with me and start to celebrate with me. Start to rejoice in what I'm doing. Start to rejoice that I am the great I am. Start to rejoice and you will see and you will feel the shackles come off quickly. You will feel your chains break. You will feel the oppression leave. You will feel the depression, not only the oppression, but depression be destroyed on your behalf. The darkness, the heaviness be destroyed on your behalf. So rejoice this day.
rejoice in my way and with me, saith the Lord. Amen. Okay, truth is filling the earth. We heard that already from Donna. You're going to hear more about that today. The force of this year in 2024, I'm going to reveal, expose, show the proof, bribes, etc., all of it is coming out. There's a boldness coming on the people in my capital that I have sent there and you had no idea they were on your side of truth. That's exciting. I'm rooting out the deep state. They cannot destroy a nation that I have blessed. It looks like a great divide, but I am the uniter. Here's that united that we heard from um, Donna Rigney. I unite people in me and give you power and authority. I will give you what I will give you what to do. And then this whole thing about shock, it will shock you how many were silenced in your military, government, everyday citizens, and Hollywood. We're going to hear about Hollywood again um, in just a second. I loved this because we heard about last week, if you remember, cleansing of the White House. So the Lord said through through Julie, I'm cleaning out that White House. Well, we heard from Mike Thompson, January the 28th, 2024, it was in last week's show, speak sun, which was S-O-N, light, as a disinfectant into the White House. And then Hank Kuhneman, February the 2nd, 2024, the Lord said through him, I will cause your house called white to be known as a lighthouse and it shall shine throughout the United States. Now that is encouraging. Yes, Lord, we receive it in Jesus' mighty name. And then finally, the last thing I wanted to highlight here was there's a great shaking and earthquake coming to your capital and nation. This really caught my attention because earlier that week, David had been sending me something about earthquakes that he had seen happening in California, Malibu. So he sent me this text and I was looking, I thought, that's kind of interesting. And then I heard this from Julie Green, but then I also heard it again from Hank Kuhneman talking about the exact same place, our capital, Washington, D.C. Check this out. And this will be a sign that not only is God doing something as in the days of the first, 
with the original 13 colonies, but he's going to do something very specific to even let it shake where we have looked to our government to show you that God is, in fact, involved in this nation. This will be a sign. I believe it's going to be enough of a shaking that's going to get people's attention. But you will know and understand that God himself walks among this earth. And everything is placed under his feet. shaking happening on the west coast i know people say well it shakes in california but i see god walking up and down the west coast and it too is going to shake and then it will shake in the midwest and they'll say why has it shaken on the east the west and in the mid, because God is shaking this whole nation. In fact, he's going to shake to the surface a submarine. I see you. I see you. You think you are hidden? This thing that comes from the waters? You will be found out. And you will not be allowed to creep any closer. Do not get your eyes upon balloons. They're not what they say they are. Many distractions shall arise. As there will be distractions, subtractions, and extractions. And there are many things to get you to look somewhere else or at something else. And there are things to try to get you in fear. It's because the grip that the enemy has had of deception and lies is being stripped. And I am force feeding and I will force feed my truth. There will be a jumping up from a ship a literal ship. There will be a jumping from a ship. But you watch when you hear of this. Those who will jump from a ship. Much and many shall jump ship from money that they were paid to lie, to cover, to cheat. To steal, 
to report because the spirit of truth shall now go to another level that shall cause great fear to come upon those and many who have been part of a planned thing and those with a conscience and those who cannot take the pointing of my finger that calls them out will jump ship you will see this continue in big tech social media you will see this happen even in government there will be those that will give up their seats and there will come a rebalancing of the things within your government there will come those that will jump ship from the networks and they will say we cannot continue to do this there will be some who will say we are not going to be with this network anymore we cannot do these vile things and there will come a standard of rightness and righteousness and truth this is the time that I'm speaking says the Lord you think that when I said in my word that I am the way the truth and the life that I was only speaking of salvation when men pray upon the earth in agreement with my word and my will it is my way and no other way and I will show the earth and I will show your government I will show your media I will show Hollywood I will show Disney I will show the nations of the earth and their kings too it is my way says the Lord because the people have prayed come on give God praise give God praise I want you to put your hands up those of you in the audience those of you that are watching by home God I pray for every person in the sound of my voice that you will have your way in their lives whatever their need is if it's healing finances their soul needs to prosper family needs to be saved prodigals need to come back occupation they need jobs or maybe they're having financial issues I pray as their hands are reached up to heaven that there will come a divine intervention as Moses had his hands lifted in war there was a victory that came as his hands were lifted and may there come victory after victory after victory divine intervention that comes by you the Almighty God in every person's life and the sound of my voice now God said this to me he said I'm to do this in Pensacola remind me to do this Brenda he said do this come on what you're doing right now is you are literally pushing back the harshness that wants to come over your life but on the earth and God says you're pushing it out because you're making way for the new era that I have promised that I am giving my people rest I am giving my people and I'm giving the people of the earth truth come on God we push it back and as we do we thank you that it's being pushed from us but God it is opening up all the things that you have promised this generation and this decade it shall come to pass now give him a shout shout yeah yes 
Okay, so that was not a mistake on the video. It is from February the 12th, 2023, one year ago. February 12th, 2023. I'm like, okay, God, it is really for today. He, again, there at the end, you heard him say, God is giving the people truth, 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 truth. Third time that we've heard this today, God is giving the people truth. Okay, so the Lord said through Hank, it will shake in the Midwest. They will say, why has it shaken in the East, the West, and in the Mid? Because God is shaking the whole nation. God said, I will show the earth your government, media, Hollywood, Disney. There's Hollywood again. Disney, Disney again, and the nations of the earth that is my way because the people have prayed. It's because we're praying God is acting on our behalf. Let's look at these earthquakes because I thought this was quite interesting. I'm going to take you first to Washington, D.C. I thought, okay, has there been an earthquake in Washington, D.C.? I think there's more coming based on what we're hearing, but there actually was an earthquake in Maryland and Washington, D.C. on January the 2nd, 2024. So it says hundreds of people reported feeling the effects of an earthquake in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Tuesday morning, according to the U.S. survey, a minor event that appears to have startled some residents, but has not triggered immediate reports of damage or injury. So that happened in in Maryland and Washington, D.C., I believe there's probably more coming there. But then Malibu earthquake. Okay, now we already heard him talking about, that's not uncommon for this, but there was a 4.6 earthquake that hit Malibu, felt across Los Angeles, Angeles and interrupts live TV broadcast. So I was like, okay, what was that? I actually have the video for you. It's from Joy Taylor um, and how, how they were feeling during the earthquake. Check this out. To, to get up into that air, you need this to be in the conversation uh, of a dynasty. We are experiencing an earthquake. It's Is okay. that what that was? Yes, I'm it's like... an earthquake. That's what's happening. Uh, you are in a, you are an absolute <laughs> dynasty, and you are you are on the path to catching Tom Brady legitimately. Hey, that was legit right That there. Ted, George Hank out here shaking earth. earth. George Hank out here shaking earth. earth. Quite, quite literally, the lights in the studio started to shake. The whole stage started to shake. The cameras, you could see, started to shake. We were all confused as to what in the world was happening, but it was... Man, okay, God's like, I'm not going to let you miss this. Everybody's going to know. Pretty cool. And then Oklahoma, we're hearing about the Midwest. Oklahoma, in fact, Avery, the producer Avery, uh, she told me a good friend of hers told her about this earthquake that happened Mm -hmm. um, in Oklahoma. It said Oklahoma rattled by shallow 5.1 magnitude earthquake. And it said a 5.1 magnitude earthquake shook an area near Oklahoma City last Friday. This was February the 3rd, followed by smaller quakes during the next several hours. No injuries were reported and damage appeared to be minimal, mostly items overturned and shaken from shelves inside homes, according to Lincoln County Deputy Emergency Management Director. Nothing significant, nothing other than lots of scared people. And I think Julia actually said she lives in Tulsa and she had it in mid-January. Wow. So... 
But, you know, it's about two hours outside of Oklahoma City. Yep. So that's even a second one. There you go. So pretty fascinating how this is happening. God is shaking. If you remember last week, uh, we actually talked about one in Alaska and the North Pole because uh, it was something that Robin had prophesied, and it came, I think it was within a week or maybe a week and a half after he prophesied that, Alaska and the North Pole. And that also happened. He said, when the shaking happens, you'll know the quaking has begun. So we're like, all right. We receive that in Jesus' mighty name. All right, we're going to go back to Hank Kuhneman. This was from February the 9th, 2024. Uh, he was with Flashpoint in Colorado Springs, or in, in Colorado. I don't know if he was in Springs, but he was in, in Colorado on February the 9th, 2024. So that was this year. And he said, historically, God always delivers a nation by a remnant of people. I want you to remember that because we're going to hear about that again in the show. Check this out. Pastor Hank, I want to get your thoughts. Oh, I'm just listening, but um, <laughs> I, I'm listening to, I'm trying to get my ear to heaven here. here. Here's the key. David said something in his day. He said, I would have despaired. It would have gotten over into dread, fear, unbelief. Unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We have a choice. Whose report are we going to believe? Now, I'm not saying that we don't deny the things that the news is saying, all the different scenarios of the 21st Amendment, the 14th Amendment. But I was sharing today in, in the flash talk, God has said to me from the very beginning, stay with the story that I'm telling. And God has been saying since 9-11 that he would raise up a plan that would involve a man out of New York City that would bring this course, this nation back on course. He's been saying even in 2006 and seven, along with Kim Clement and I, we began to prophesy and declare that God said that this one that would arise, they would say he's not Christian enough. He has too many wives was one of the words. And then God began to say when it was gonna happen in the 240th year of America's reign, that was 2016. God hasn't changed his mind. And, he, and he's looking for us to get into agreement no matter how hopeless it looks, no matter how much that they continue to conspire and plan and plot and think that they're going to get by with their, their agenda. God allowed certain things in 2020. You say, how do I know? And Pastor Gene, you know these to be verified uh, prophetic dreams. In 2018, I had a dream that we're, we're in a baseball game and the left side uh, on the baseball game began, they began to manipulate the scoreboard and they were doing whatever they could to damage the outcome of the game. The umpires were involved in it and it looked very, very hopeless like the game of baseball, this game and the right, it was going to be lost. And all of a sudden, the clouds began to become black and ominous in the dream. But God's hand came out and shattered the scoreboard and began to reset everything. Fast forward 2000 and just before 19, I'm in the Democratic Convention and I'm watching them behind the curtains. And they're trying to decide who it is that they want to push out as a puppet to be their, their person that they're going to bring this persona, that this is the one that is their leader. And I was watching this, and I was watching, uh, and they pushed this guy that looked like Biden, and, they, and he stumbled, and he, and he fell, and he couldn't even complete his sentences. And at one given point, they began to argue behind the scenes, and Obama was one of them, Soros was there, and they were arguing among themselves that their plan was not solid enough, and so they were beginning to formulate a new 
new plan to try to make it look like that uh, this man was in charge, but they had another plan. But all that God has been showing, we have to understand, what would be the story of Daniel in the lion's den without God? What would be Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace without God? What is our nation without God? And here's the thing. Oftentimes we say, well, America needs to repent. Yes, we do. And I challenge everyone to live a repentive life. But if you're looking for the masses to make a difference in our country, it isn't going to happen. Because historically, God always delivered his nation by a remnant people. And I'm telling you, I have stood in the face of God, as many of you have. And Jesus was very serious when two or more agree is touching any one thing upon this earth. If we continue to stand, there is not a devil in hell. There is not a politician. There is not any judge or anyone else that will be able to stand against what God has planned for this country and for your children. But here's what we must realize. Matthew 23, 37, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, America, America. I have sent you my prophets. I have spoken to you. I have told you my plan. But then God rebuked him. Jesus did, but he said, you would not. We have a human responsibility to stay before the court of heaven and not even get, get in fear. Stay with the report of the Lord and demand, God, we want justice. And that justice is going to put the right person back in our White House. That justice is going to sweep through our Supreme Court. That justice is going to sweep through the Congress. It's going to sweep through the Senate. And there is nothing that they will be able to do this time. This is what we need to do. And this is how we need to stand. And I guarantee you, you will have God and the 24 elders who are with God in the court of heaven. Back your decree. Back what you do. And I guarantee you, we will all be shocked. Because something different has taken place in our country than what was being prognosticated. Than what was being declared. And even what those on the left and the evil ones thought that they could get by with. This is what awakening is. This is what it means when the whole earth will stand. When they think that they can destroy Israel and America. But yet God arises again and again and again and again. That the earth will tremble and know that Yahweh is God. And I hear and God says, do you think for a moment that this earth, that this nation, I speak to you United States, that you will be able to wipe me away from your present or from your future or from the history that shall arise? No! For I fashion and formed this nation before it ever was a nation. I allowed the waters to reach so far on your coast and I determined the mountains and how high they would be and I determined this land and I would raise it up as a light and it would begin to shine throughout the earth and bring bread to the hungry and clothe the naked and be a light that would shine for the honor and the justice of my son. And I have heard the prayers at this time of those who have prayed and those who have fasted and those who have repented and now I say it is my move with those who will agree with my verdict that has gone out into the earth that will begin to un cover that which has been hidden I will begin to unseal for who is worthy to open the seals it is I do not tell me that I cannot reveal what is on laptops that I can bring it in emails to the forefront that I can show what has been done behind closed doors and handshakes and money laundering I am in the process of this and there is that which will be brought forth then to those who are in the earth and they will see 
that truth prevails. They will see what has been done in darkness, that they will run to the light, they will run to truth. And it will not matter what they try. It will not matter what they think that they can get by with because there will be those who will arise at this time and say, we now know the truth. We have the truth. And it will cause men to fear. Some will take their own lives and some will run for cover. But they cannot hide for this day is mine, says the living God. It is mine vengeance and I will take it and I have taken it. Now watch what begins to take place as they begin to spring something upon you. A spring fling, a spring change. But God says no matter what they do to change, I will stand for I will not change in what has been prayed, what has been decreed from the court of heaven and it shall come and it will shake this earth it will shake this country and you will see something unusual arise very unusual that will hit your communications and God said I will cause this to be something that will cause men to sit back for a moment and say what is this there will be a strange silence but God says I will be in the silence for it is my hand that is moving at this time and know this, those of you that stand in this place, even Colorado, let me make a play on words, says the living God. I speak to you about Colorado, do meaning money. For there has been much that has been by the hands of money, by the hands of money laundering, by the hands of handshakes and deals that have not according to that which men have desired and what they voted for in your state. But it has been planned by Colorado money false money corruption but I say I change your name and I speak over you as I do America for you call yourself America I say United States you say Colorado I say Colorado for you will do my will and you will do what I've asked and you will do the things that I have desired to raise you up once again and I will cause the new to arise as I take away the old for a great reform shall arise and men shall say I remember Colorado I remember those days but now we are Colorado where we stand for justice we stand for what is right and that which has been legislated that you thought would begin to pay, be passed down upon other states and would be a precedent and would be a protocol for others God says I will overturn as I did the tables in the temple your legislation for I will rename you Colorado and there is a great reform that is coming to you but also this country says the living God thinking uh, as I'm listening to, to all of this something that is very important again we got to go back to um, something that I believe the Lord said about how do we prepare for 2024 and this is something that was spoken in September of last year remember all of us need to draw and those of you that are watching closer to the Lord just right. really increase your intimacy with God um, it's so key for him to move the second thing is he said bind the thief and I think we need to continue to do this you know and really evoke invoke the the justice of God but I was reminded about about something pastor Gene um, that really hit me 
It was in about 2016, I was walking my German shepherds, and I was in a park, and there was this swirling cloud, and I thought something was on fire. And I stopped, and my dogs began to look up, and I thought, uh-oh, they are seeing something beyond just what looks like something's on fire. And that cloud, God as my witness, moved, and it came right over to where I was. And I, for whatever reason, I knelt down because I could feel the presence of God. And he said to me, the Spirit of God, it was so real as if he was standing there speaking. And he said, he said, I want to ask you a question. And he said, what does a nation look like filled with glory? And I now realize that was a glory cloud. I didn't know what it was. I thought something was on fire. Um, and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, you know me. I am but man. I, I've never seen a nation filled with glory. I can't even answer your question. He said, I will begin to show you and I will begin to show the earth what it looks like. We often quote that scripture that the uh, glory of God would cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And I think we religiously say that. That's on God's heart. That's what he's doing. And when glory comes, and I'll make it very quick, Matthew 17, things begin to change. That's what happened to Jesus, transfiguration. What happens when the glory shows up? Things begin to happen politically. I was uh, December 9th, Chian's church. I was in my hotel room, and I spent all day to just pray for the meeting, and the presence of God came in so strong I couldn't move. And I said, God, why are you visiting me this way? I don't understand it. Your presence is so great. And he said, I want to give you a taste of what I am bringing, what I'm in the process of doing. And he said, Hank, I want my people to see my glory. I want my people to feel my manifest presence. He said, that's what the pillar of cloud by day and the fire by night was, was so that they could see it, they could feel it, they could experience this. And he said, this is what I'm talking about. So a nation filled with glory, here's another thing that happens. Corruption's dealt with. Look at what God did with the corruption of the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. What does he do? He causes division, but out of the division, he releases and delivers a nation. Remember, the pillar of cloud by day, the fire of night was in the middle of the Red Sea. The walls were divided on the right and the left. Come on, we've seen division in our nation. But what did God do? He dealt with the corruption. He spun off their chariot wheels so their agenda could not prosper against what he was preserving. And it was his desire in a nation and a people. And then what did he do? In a day, he delivered. He delivered a people by his spirit and by his power because he was showing them what a nation would look like with his glory. Things change. This is where we're heading. And I'm telling you, if we will set our sights on God and we will do our job as those seated with him in heavenly places and say, no, we're not going to allow the thief to do this. We are going to demand justice that the right people in our house and our Senate are going to be positioned that there will be no hindrance this time around because your glory has come and it's touching this earth in a great way. And that's what we have to look at, you know. Darkness will cover the earth, gross darkness on the people. And I heard the Lord shout in Minneapolis at uh, yeah. uh, Pastor um, Mac Hammonds uh, when I was in the hotel room. And he said, but I, the Lord, shall arise. This is what we have to see. There is darkness, gross darkness, but God is arising. And let's stay strong. And don't you take your foot off the gas pedal. We're getting our country back. Yes, we are. We are getting our country Back. All right. So that the at the beginning there, he started talking about Trump is going to bring this nation back on course. We're going to hear about that again from Amanda Grace. Um, but that whole last part there about this glory that's coming to the earth, and I it's going to be like 
It's not going to be like any glory we've ever experienced or seen before. In fact, Robin Bullock really drives this home um, at Church International on February the 11th, 2024. Talks about it is a day of renewal. It is the time of Red Sea parting. Um, And he said, this is a revival that we have never seen. This is what I am pouring through like torrents of my spirit in the open door of 24. Check this out. This is the day of renewal. It is the day to bring back what you thought was lost. That is still there. It is the day of renewal. God has not failed us. It is the time to go forward. It is the time of Red Sea parting. It is the time. This is the time of renewal. It's the day of renewal. What you thought was lost in you. It was just a feeling. You didn't lose it. It was just a feeling. So all the devil has is to mess with your feelings. You know what? You're not as excited enough, but I'm going to tell you something. Some of you lay in the bed at night wondering, did I lose everything I ever had with God? Now, nah, you ain't lost nothing. The devil's messing with your feelings. Oh, it's a feeling. Well, a kick in the rear end's a feeling too. But it's just a feeling. It don't determine spirituality. You haven't lost. You're absolutely just about to take another step up. You don't know that yet. But you'll look back some of you a week from today and you'll say, dear God, I'm on another step. What happened here? This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Hallelujah. There's another one. Somebody give the next one, please. For the Spirit of the Lord says these things, and I hear this welling up within my spirit. For gnashing of teeth, people rising up and spirits speaking through them. Hear the word of the Lord. Spirits speaking through mouths of deceit. Spirits have found a home of a deceptive mouth. And they have found a home of a blasphemous mouth. For you knew better. In your younger days. And you knew better. Than to speak against the Holy Ghost. And the power of God. But you have lent your tongue. To a deceiving pile of crap. You have done it to the waste. Of human 
ingenuity. And you have now calculated the power of the Holy Ghost down to a technological term. And you say it can't be God, but it will still be happening when your tongue grows still and cold. For you are just a man with pores in your skin. You are just a man who absorbs things from the atmosphere around you. Take heed lest you absorb the wrong things. For you think it has been powerful thus far and criticized thus far. There's about to be a cry in the earth like no one's ever heard. It will be a split between God's people who know me and religious people who hate me. You say they hate me? Yes, because they hate my people. For they are manifesting hate and unforgiveness. Go ahead and keep gnashing with your teeth. Go ahead and keep gnashing with your teeth, for you have set in motion a harvest of melting away. For this is the time to not let the human waste of a lying mouth regurgitate vomit against my people. Hallelujah. 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 Hear the past, your forefathers, your ancestors who prayed to me and cried and wept in their bedchambers. They prayed and interceded for a future for you. They cried and they wept a hundred years ago. Give them a future. Give my great-grandchildren and their great-grandchildren a future. Let it be in their time, Lord. Show them the great love and power of God in their time. They cried, they wept, they spent nights with no sleep, fasting, praying. Do you think for one moment I'm going to let those prayers die and be buried in this earth and never happen? For Joe Biden or anyone else cannot stop that from happening. Do not look at men and think they have the power to quench such a thing. For I am God and they are not God, says the Lord King. Some have said, what is this? I've never heard the Lord speak through someone. Yet you've heard pastors say over and over, the Lord told me, the Lord told me. The Lord told me, and yet in your denominations, you never question. But a prophet says, thus saith the Lord, and suddenly they're false. You are digging your own hole to lay in. You're digging your own grave. You're locking yourself in your own cell that you forged with your own words. Why wouldn't I send the supernatural because you asked me? And when the answer shows up, you don't receive it. What more can I do, says the Lord? For now the remnant and the mind of the remnant will come forth. Gideon's army 
For there are those who believe in winning a war without one physical weapon. There are those that believe in a spiritual outcome. But they are walking out on the faith of the grandmas and grandpas who prayed through the nights. Prayed in the dark hours and went without food. Some had no food. Those that did chose to not eat it. And they prayed for you. You say, I don't know them. Oh, but I knew them, says the Lord. I knew them. I knew Rufus. I knew Claudette. I knew Harriet. I knew Irma Jean. I knew them. I knew your auntie. I knew them, and they prayed. And now I am here to answer their prayer. Will you not take hold of my hand, says the Almighty, that you and I may do this together? Or must I once again shake the earth and the heavens? This is time. For if my people don't take hold, the rocks will take hold with me. For it is the time to think. It is the time to think, says the Lord. For I'm about to speak between the lines. And I am going to knock the buzzards off the roost of politics. I am going to speak between the lines. And they will fall from the roost of politics. And I am going to show you who I've placed in power. And who I have not. For who I have not will beg and cry. And some will not be here much longer. But you be with me in this thing. Says the Lord. And you will share in the glory. That comes about. The glory yes. My glory I give to thee. That you and I can walk together. Hallelujah. 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 Give the Lord a praise. A day of renewal. It's a day of renewal. A day of the angelic host waiting for instructions. We heard the pastor say that. That is today the things you declare. The things you dare believe. In another place, in the spirit, in another time, God is speaking if you can hear it. What is he saying? What his word says. He's saying nothing more than what this says. 
Anchor your soul here. And then you can hear. Why do you think there's nothing more than just being born again? Why would I give you, says the Lord, a new life and make you a new creature and a baby in Christ and then just let you be? Why do you not think I would graduate you to the works Jesus did and the greater works? Why would I not take you there? Why would I not do what I said I would do? Why do you not believe there's something beyond your Baptist upbringing? Why do you not believe there's something more than Methodist and Presbyterian and Church of God? Why do you not believe there's more to this? Because it shakes your constitution up. Not your nation's, yours. It shakes the fossilized thoughts you've etched in rock in your mind. That it can only be one way. Nay, says the Lord. You're going to hear Presbyterians speak in tongues. And you'll say, dear God, what happened to them? A sound is rising in the earth. A sound is coming up from those who have had the new birth. This sound is rising up in nations around this globe. You will hear them speak in English in China, those that didn't know. You're going to hear languages you've never thought would happen. People speaking fluent Italian in your English sanctuaries. You're going to hear people that never knew Spanish in their life beyond the word see. And they're going to sing and shout and recite whole paragraphs about me. You are going to listen to people in Bulgaria speak in a native tongue they never knew before. Because this is what I'm pouring through like torrents of my spirit in the open door. Of 24. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ought to shout. Hallelujah. Man, I'll take that Spanish. You know, we were missionaries for two years in Mexico. We even went through uh, school, everything there. We went to an immersion program, went through school, and um, I speak maybe like a two or three-year-old. It's pretty pitiful. So I received that in Jesus' mighty name, supernatural language. Yes, Lord, please. All right. So as you all know, we live in the Kansas City area. We've been Kansas City Chiefs fans um, all of our life. And uh, my husband, um, from the time that he was little, you know, because there's not a whole lot of things to do uh, when you live in Kansas or Missouri. And so the Chiefs, it's a big deal, you know, when you're around here. So Super Bowl, of course, you know, we went 50 years uh, without winning a Super Bowl. And then in 2020, uh, we won it. And then, you know, we have been back uh, four times since then uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Um, and we have won three out of four, which you're like, wow, okay. 
that's pretty remarkable because there's a lot of prophetic words surrounding the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So I always get really excited around Super Bowl time to hear what Johnny Inlow has to say. And he was on Elijah's Dreams on Monday, February the 12th, talking about the Super Bowl and what God was saying through it. Check this out. Or Angie sent me the notes this morning for you. And when it said Super Bowl, I was like, I knew Johnny was going to come on because I knew the Lord was speaking to you. I actually thought about that last night. I was like, I know that God is downloading things to Johnny right now as we watch the game. So I'm going to kick it off to you and let you just share, because uh, I think you have a hefty amount of notes over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah just- these these, okay. these are just written down this morning because I wait. Wow. And, and this is important for people to understand. There's some people that don't understand the nature of the prophetic, the way the Lord uses me. It's like, well, if the prophetic, why don't you tell the score before the game? That's not the point. We're not trying to, that would just be, if the point is I'm trying to validate me as a prophet. Mm. And so therefore I give a score and see, I'm a prophet. What's, what's God's messaging in there. So that has uh, happened once or twice, really in 20s, I don't know how many years um, that I've done something this at some level or another where he'll give me the score and the message with with it. But it's generally I'm supposed to pay attention, look at how the scoring takes place, look at the details of the game and then extract the message. The message is is almost always way beyond who wins and, and loses, there is a central message there. But mm-hmm. then it's about, you know, um, the score, the numbers there, the player numbers that um, that do that do well, that shine. So you wait, you wait to hear from the Lord and let him, him speak in that matter. So just so people understand that when we say a prophetic message from it, the prophetic message is extracting from what took place there, something that the Lord wants to communicate with us. And it is a lot. And um, we may not, and it's okay. We may not get to it all. We'll get to whatever the Holy Spirit graces us with. And I feel like he gave me like five specific points that we want, uh, you know, we want to be able to run with something that's usable. That's the whole idea is that it be usable Intel from heaven. And, um, speaking of that, we're in a season of such fog of war. And um, there's so much going on, so much disinformation, so much lying that's been exposed, um, you know, from every uh, every area of society, we could say. But specifically, the media has been, we'll say, the chief proponent of advancing distortion of narrative. And we've discussed that us and many on the on the programs here have gone in into that. We've been lied to about everything. And. Um, another thing for those who say, why are we studying the Super Bowl? Why aren't we studying the Bible? Well, this is not to replace the Bible. The Bible does tell us, though, the invisible things of him are clearly seen from his creation, things that are taking place. He says, the rocks will cry out if my message is not being understood or gotten out in another way. And so this is, it's a messaging platform. The Lord, Holy Spirit understands that there is a lot of people. There are millions watching um, watching this type of program. And we know what makes it a, a, a fog of war is the enemy is messaging as well. And many oh, uh, 
that have been telling that, you know, you see various rituals of whatever, some of the stars, the Illuminati stars and mm-hmm. halftime things. And you're like, oh, man, this is mm-hmm. this is just messaging from the enemy. Nobody should watch it at all. You know, there might be a time that might be the determination or the clear message uh, from the Lord. There is we've been told recently a surprise to me that even Super Bowl is meant to be superb if you have a super plus a b at the end superb owl and so the owl is referring to the illuminati and mole i don't know if you've heard that kelsey no i haven't that's just like no i haven't but wow so the superb owl and so that's why they work into most halftime programs they're able sometimes very very obvious illuminati um dark themes and and witchcraft thousands of videos on on that like thousands of videos breaking down how the enemy is working through the halftime show but there's not a lot of videos showing how god's working through all of this so that's why i appreciate you johnny because we need to know what god is doing too let's let's jump right into so the score for those of you who have no idea about it again don't think you have to know about sports for you to get the valuable lessons. It's just a messaging platform. So just right. like you didn't need to know about warfare to know that David and Saul's confrontation was important for you to, to hear. If you were part of Israel, you needed to hear what was taking place on that platform. So this, it doesn't matter if you say, you know, it would be primarily a female that might say, I have no interest in all football. <laughs> Most <This>. females. <laughs> This, it doesn't matter if you have interest in football. You should have interest that this is a place where the enemy has wanted to message something. And the Lord said, you know, I want to message something, too, and that you right. should be interested in his messaging. And so that's what we're going to. Right. So the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers 25 to 22. That's the practical part of it. And um, this, you know immediately we'll see some points of interest that this is a repeat Super Bowl of the year 2020 and 2020 in the sense that it's the same two teams. And, you know, I had to happen. I had right in front of me, I looked it up that after the 2020 Super Bowl, I had Chiefs win a stunning prophetic message. And so that came out on actually you can go to Elijah list prophetic words and see it. And I talked about their 31 to 20 Super Bowl win and how it was full of amazing prophetic messages. And so um, there was one of the highlights early on. I said the Kansas City Chiefs defeat San Francisco 49ers 31 20 Jubilee teams in Jubilee time. So I pointed out that though San Francisco lost, it was not to be looked at as if they were the bad guys in Kansas City, the good guys. They were both champions because that's who makes it to the Super Bowl is the champions of one division with the champions of the other. And in this game, especially if you note that for those who watched it, it was tied 19 to 19 after regulation. That means after the whole season and after regulation, that means when the clock ran out Super Bowl, it was 19 to 19. It's tied. So they had to go to overtime even just to determine, we'll say what messaging is the most important at this time, but it's, it's, prioritizing both. And so there is something uh, something to be said of that. And I pointed out that both teams, this is back in 2020, I pointed mm-hmm. out that both teams speak into a jubilee time. And it was because at that time in 2020, Kansas City Chiefs 
the big deal was made. It's their first Super Bowl in 50 years. 50 is a number of Jubilee. So it was that was in the conversation, prophetic words around it and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then the 49ers, by their very name, 49ers, there's two things attached to it. Well, 49 is seven times seven. If you go to the Leviticus 25 description of the year of Jubilee for the for Israel, there's a part of it, like it's hard to like, is it the 50th year, the 49? There is like, you shall count seven sevens and then it's Jubilee. So the seven sevens, the 49er component of it is in some way or another the start of Jubilee. So both teams represented Jubilee. Wow. And then the gold rush of California, that's what the 49ers are named after. And so we have this mm-hmm. component of both. And I'll, I'll say that I'm saying this now because when there is a repeat messaging, it is because there is a confirmation. You know, scripture speaks of in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be confirmed. And the more it's confirmed, it gets then established. So mm-hmm. it's not like, well, it's said once and it's done. Sometimes you're like, well, I didn't really see full fulfillment. Well, there's something about it being brought up again. Exact same two teams and really the same result of the Chiefs defeating wow. the 49ers. And so th- this is something we're supposed to pay attention to in the messaging of heaven at this time. But I, I said even uh, back then, and it's relevant to right now, um, I said, I talked about how what we were going to be going into one way or the other, however long it takes, mm-hmm. where the world began to learn to live in general prosperity. There is a test of lack and an entirely new thing is the test of abundance. And that is something that would be forthcoming. And so um, and and I talked about how Lucifer failed the test of abundance, not the Mm -hmm. test of lack. And so we think, you know, no, well, people get saved when there's no, uh, you know, when they're in lack and when they're in challenge, when they're in difficulty. Well, God doesn't really know he can trust his kids until he Mm -hmm. can give. Abundance. That's something he taught me years ago. Mm. Like the ultimate test for my people is not if they can praise me and run to me in trouble. The ultimate test is when I'm blessing them, when the house is full of glory and abundance. That's where Lucifer failed. And so I'm going to have a bride that will not fail me there. And so that at mm. some point has to become part of our future. And it's prophesied in multiple ways, multiple verses of scripture. So um, I talked about this is in 2020. I said, I have already seen an upcoming 35,000 on the stock market at some point. People thought I was crazy. It, the, I think the market was 28,000 or 29,000 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were saying the stock market is woefully overpriced and there has to be a big crash, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing they're saying now. Stock right. market passed 35,000. Um, I think later, I don't know if it was later that year. Of course, now it's wow. near 39,000. And it's not really the sign of of health in itself. There's so much lying and manipulation around that as well, honestly. But we're, we're, there's a repeating of the messaging. But I'll, here's something. It takes a lot of uh, faith to believe. I say the world's uh, wealthy under some definition are essentially 5%. As this extended jubilee grows into a jubilee age, so even then, I wasn't just saying this was all going to be fulfilled in 2020, mm-hmm. we will see the wealthy suddenly become 15%, and then suddenly 25%, and then 50%, and then 70%. Wow. 
I said, this is the reality for all sheep nations. And there will be 153 of them. Those are two conversations for another time as well. What's a sheep nation and why would there be 153 of them? I said, not going than higher than 70% is indicative of nations that remain goat nations. And the fact that Jesus said the poor you will always have with you because if, if you violate enough of his ways, like he can't give you enough, the holes in your pocket are always going to be greater than whatever he can pour into you. But mm-hmm. this is part. So this Super Bowl message, this Super Bowl score and the teams that are there is yeah. rehitting, is re-upping on the great message of 2020. So that's an important takeaway for us at this time right. in 2020. And we also pointed out then um, in 2020 and something we want to point out now, why the chiefs. So the chiefs refer to there is a scripture, Isaiah 2.2 in the NASB, which I don't hardly ever use. Mm-hmm. Is, in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be exalted as chief of the mountains. And it talks about mm-hmm. nations will come. And so the mountain of the house of the Lord being exalted as chief of the mountains kind of goes with Daniel when he says that there will be a ruling on behalf of the saints mm-hmm. and for the saints to receive the kingdom. So the saints receiving the kingdom is connected to this thing of in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be exalted as chief among the mountains. So we get this word chief and kingdom. Yes. Interestingly enough, that's part of it. I don't know when it started, but you, those who saw it on Sports Illustrated, I think in 2020, there is the kingdom. It comes back to the king. They, they've informally become known as the kingdom as well. Kingdom chiefs, uh-huh. chiefs kingdom. I don't know if you know that. Oh, uh, my gosh. I yeah. didn't know that. No. So they're known as the kingdom. Um, the mountain of the house of the Lord be exalted as chief. And as many of you have been hearing from me, but mainly some other ones we have on Elijah, uh, on Elijah's stream is uh, President Trump is actually commander in chief. That has been the testimony of some who actually still work for the Department of Defense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So commander in chief. Mm -hmm. And and so you have these these references to chief. And it's also the red color that's going on there. We say, well, that's MAGA. But it's also about a Red Sea moment of deliverance we were talking about in Mm -hmm. 2020. It's establishing. It's the Lord saying we're on the same narrative. Mm -hmm. We have changed the narrative. But yet we're now in the confirmation and establishment and the release. Um, and if we understand that really since then, this is now the third time. So the third time the Kansas City Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. Pat yeah. Mahomes as quarterback has now won after the 50 year break. This is the third. So it being the third is a big deal as well. Mm-hmm. Third day, Jesus rose from the dead. And then it talks about in Amos uh, on the first day, on first two days, certain thing will happen on the third day. He will raise us up. So there is like the same victory uh, messaging when it hits its third day messaging. It's time for it to kick in at a whole nother level. And so us to see the fulfillment and not consider it like, you know, just think of Jesus. Well, he's he he was in the grave. He did not rise till the third day. So the third day, it's like, what was going on? Like, did that mean it was off? No, it was on. It's just, it was, it had to hit the third day. It's the ripening of it all. Prophetic fulfillment was, it was prophesied. It would be the third day. So even Jesus himself said, I'll give you the sign of Jonah. He was in the belly of the whale for three days, another symbolism. So yes. 
Thank you, Kelsey. That is uh, absolutely. So um, there had been a prophetic word that had been um, uh, going on there. And I'll just recite this one by memory by um, Prophet Bob Jones. Yes, we know Prophet Bob Jones wasn't perfect, but he, he did have some key prophetic words from the Lord. And one of them he had was from years and years before that Super Bowl, <clears throat> that the next time the Kansas City Saints won the Super Bowl, that it would represent, and that he said it in a couple different ways, so that's what wasn't clear, was mm-hmm. either revival, which we're always saying revival is going to hit, or right. an apostolic release of God on the earth, which would tie in more what I will call the, the seven mountain mandate, the assignment to see cities and nations rebuilt and restored and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so there were some people like right after and like, wait, well, we didn't really see it. There's little, you know, uh, sparks and different things. But if you understand this principle of the third time kicks it in, then you'll know the significance of us hitting that third time right now, the third Super Bowl, all three Pat Mahomes. We'll get into his name just a little bit. Pat Mahomes, Mahomes being, Um, the MVP, the most valuable player uh, there as well. Mm -hmm. The kingdom advance is driven by his people. His kingdom advance is driven by his people, not Satan's mafia. And, and um, so, you know, the enemy people's like by his agenda, because this is the shock going around those who awake, they're trying to kill us. They've been trying to kill us. They tried to kill us with the vaccines. They tried to kill us with COVID itself. They're trying Mm -hmm. to kill us with what they do with our foods, with pharmaceuticals, with everything they're trying to. And it's like, wow. And the wars, they started the wars. It wasn't a legitimate gripe between the nations and they did it. And it's like, and mm-hmm. we're waiting. It's like, ah, yeah, they've been getting away with murder. They have. And um, there's not much that's changed for the devil. Scripture says he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And yep. here's the truth. He has never had a moment when, you know, we act like there's a time when he wasn't actually going after that. Like there's never been a day he hasn't been trying to depopulate the earth. There's never been a day he's not been trying to kill us with sickness, disease, drugs, whatever. So this is just this is just reality. He Mm -hmm. has been trying to kill us forever, always. And you can but it's like, yeah, we find out that the stuff of the last few years and decades. And it's like, wow, they had a plan to take us down to 10%. And if you go by what they laid out as their plan on the Georgia Guidestones that were blown up and that's been talked about before. So yeah. um, But don't be like, Oh my God, they're, you know, they're trying to exterminate us. He walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he comes not, but, to steal, kill, and destroy. He does not come to bless. He does not come to give you 50 years of peace. He does not come to give you a break. That's who he is. That's what he's always about. Uh, Don't be shocked about it. In the midst of it all, you know, there's the ruling in the book of Daniel said there was a ruling made on behalf of the saints. And it was time for the kingdom to be given over to the saints. So the Lord does look, I brought that up a little while ago, the kingdom advancing is about His saints being empowered. And if you just look at the history of scripture, you see that this is what's always driven the advance of his purposes. And really, it affects all the nations of the world. And whether you go back to 
uh, um, you know, you can start with uh, Moses and a one, a one guy, 80 years old, um, has a speaking impediment and he's, you know, he's like his career is done. <clears throat> and then he becomes a, a leader of God's, of God's people. But beyond that, we, we mentioned the David and Goliath, you have the Gideon and against the masses and you have uh, over and over the narrative that comes out from the scriptures of um, the Lord with a handful, whether it's Joshua and Caleb, it's not just that they um, were, were the report to be paid attention to as opposed to the 10, but the Lord wrote an agenda from heaven around Caleb and Joshua that even all nations became affected by. So mm-hmm. nations were cast out because two men had faith to follow his agenda, his narrative. And, yeah. and based on that, he scripted an agenda around the minority. It's mm-hmm. important for us right now. I feel like the Holy Spirit um, wants us uh, to hang on that just for a moment. God's rule among the nations is determined by his saints, not the evil one. Oh, that is so good. It's so powerful. Uh, I want to highlight a few things here. The Lord scripts his agenda around the minority. Okay, this is important because um, that's what we're talking about when it comes to the remnant. It's not like you need the whole country, the minority. In fact, he talks about just a couple of people like Joshua and Caleb that had faith to believe, and God scripted the whole agenda around two people uh, to save a nation. And um, and so I just see that and think, man, it's pretty exciting what God's going to do because I know that we have more than two. There is a remnant that is in place at this time. God's kingdom um, advance is driven by his people, not Satan's mafia. Wow, let that sink in. God's kingdom advance is driven by his people, not Satan's a uh, mafia, and then the kingdom advancing is about his saints being empowered. So, as he talked about here, uh, we do call it Chief's Kingdom here in the area. Um, there's songs and all kinds of stuff that go along with it. In fact, you know, if you go to, uh, I saw the other day McDonald's had something where it says Chief's Kingdom on it. They were giving food out in that. That's like you know. Uh, just part of the saying here in the area. So what's interesting about that is I want to take you to the propheticreport.com. I'm going to share a dream with you that my sister, Tammy Wagner, had back Friday, February the 5th of 2021. Going back to the kingdom, the chief's kingdom, which I think is pretty interesting. So I'm going to read this, and you can follow along when you go to the propheticreport.com. She said, in my prayer time with God, I asked him to speak to me about the great awakening and his plans for our nation. The reason I had made this request to God was because I have been concerned about my focus. Have I placed my faith and trust in the prophets, other pastors or evangelists, or have I um, had my beliefs and faith in where they belong in the one true God? I was hoping it was the latter. I went to bed that night not realizing that our Heavenly Father would answer my question so quickly. Saturday, February the 6th, 2021, around 4 a.m., I woke up to what seemed like a real-life situation. I quickly realized it was a dream. The funny part is I rarely remember my dreams if I even dream. I even asked my husband of almost 21 years, have I ever told you about a dream? His reply was no. This dream seemed so real that I had to stew on it for a while as I prayed and did my devotions. Then I was prompted to write it down. 
In my dream, I was among lots of people who seemed to be like a stadium full of people. What seemed to be like a stadium full of people. However, we were not in a stadium. We were outside, though. I looked around expecting to see people in masks. Remember, this was 2021. Hard to imagine that today. But there were no masks. I was confused. I thought, that is weird, crazy. Even in my dream, I could feel God is showing me something, and I need to put a time season on this event so I could tell others, but I could not. All I could think was, there is a chill in the air. My thoughts were all these people are gathered together celebrating. How wonderful. Later that morning, my husband and I went to the grocery store. When we entered the grocery store, they had a Super Bowl display with Kansas City Chiefs memorabilia items. A rack of t-shirts stood out to me immediately, and I thought, okay, God, I don't know what that means right now, but I feel like you are speaking to me. See below on the t-shirt, the words, Return of the Kingdom, jumped out at me. I thought, I will take a picture and discuss it with God later. On Sunday, that would have been the next day, February the 7th, 2021, I was abruptly awoken from a deep sleep. I knew immediately it was God. I was wide awake, not even the least bit tired. I felt a prompting to look at my phone to see what time it was, 1.27 a.m. I felt a prompting in my soul to look up the verse Isaiah 1.27. Okay, I thought, I'll look it up on my phone, but then again, I was urged by God to get out of bed and look it up in my Bible. So I did. The whole time I was thinking, I am not even familiar with Isaiah 127. When I opened my Bible, I noticed it was not a verse I highlighted or underlined like I always do when it speaks to me. Isaiah 127 reads, Zion will be redeemed with justice. Her penitent ones will with righteousness. Meaning of Zion in the Old Testament, people of God. In the New Testament, spiritual kingdom. Definition of justice, to make right. Definition of penitent, a person who repents their sins or wrongdoings. Definition of righteousness is the quality or state of being morally correct and justifiable. Hallelujah, God is good. I knew right then that God was going to serve justice for those who seek him and his righteousness. Man, are we hearing about that? Now, if you haven't seen the prophetic report written this week, we'll talk about it later on the show, you need to make sure that you get it because there was a lot about righteousness. But I was confused. What did the Kansas City Chiefs have to do with all of this? I read it again. Okay, return to the kingdom. I decided to explore that more. I believed he was returning everything that is his people's to them, but I still felt like God had more for me to learn. So I prayed, show me what else to look at. And then I was pointed to Psalm 21, 1. There was an everlasting joy when God's kingdom is established on earth. Joy and gladness are not only deep inward feelings, but they are also expressed in visible celebration when God's people gather together. Remember in my dream, the people were gathered together celebrating. When I shared this with my sister, she read the KC Chief t-shirt, which is 2021. I missed that before. The return of the kingdom will happen to God's people in 2021, which we have seen a lot of that. You know, as we've traveled across the United States with the Reawaken America events, um, more than anything, we have people come up to us and say they met Jesus for the very first time. They've rededicated their life. They've been 
baptized. We hear it over and over and over again. So I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, in her dream, but that was way before we were actually experiencing ourselves. And then I further noticed that the Bible verse God pointed me to in Psalms was 21, Psalms 21. Well, the shirt said 2021, 1 through 21. So I thought, wow, that is pretty darn cool. So God is really speaking about the kingdom and what he's doing in the earth right now. Now, you heard from Johnny um, about this Bob Jones word about revival hitting our country when the when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. All right, I'm going to actually take you to Bob Jones' wife, Bonnie Jones. And this was actually uh, from one year ago today, February the 14th, 2023, one year ago today. She's actually talking about um, the prophetic word that Bob Jones released and what she sees happening in the earth based on the Super Bowl. Check this out. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm so glad that you are joining our YouTube channel today. You know, today is the ninth anniversary of Bob's home going to glory. And I want to say this right off the top. I was very hesitant about bringing a word about this year's Super Bowl, which was the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. I didn't want to say anything that the Lord wasn't uh, showing me. I had a lot of people calling, texting emails, etc., asking me questions about the prophecy Bob brought years ago. And this is what I believed. It was a prophetic signpost. We needed to be paying attention to those signposts. It was 50 years between the time that Kansas City went to the Super Bowl in 1970 until 2020. And, um, you know, at that time when they went in 2020, it was right at the onset of uh, the pandemic. So we had not really got into the pandemic then, but uh, I believe that the body of Christ was looking for that sign. And then they, they had that awesome sign and they were, you know, it was a great victory and we were looking into something and then everything seemed to just flop. So where was, I feel, you know, we are in harvest. And I felt people are really in unbelief. If they didn't believe that was the first sign, you know, then they were really in unbelief. We are in harvest, okay? Now, I want to go back to something. Super Bowl Bowl 49 was played February 2nd, 2014, two days before Bob's 84th birthday. And the Patriots won. They beat the Seattle Seahawks uh, 28-24. I felt that was a sign that the American patriots were raising up, coming together, okay? There was a movement there with the patriots. Um, Then this year, Super Bowl 53 was played February 12th, two days before Bob's passing. So that was another, you know, kind of a two thing going on. Kansas City beat the Philadelphia Eagles, 38 to 35. I thought, you know, it's a, it was a win-win situation because the Eagles, you know, that's your prophetic eye. So Kansas City Chiefs was representing the apostolic uh, leaders coming forward, but the Eagles, even if they won, you know, I felt it was taking us higher in the body of Christ. Now this morning, like I said, I was 
uh, hesitant about bringing a word prior to the win or to the game. And even after the win, I thought, I'm not going to give a word unless the Lord gives me something. But this morning, Valentine's Day, uh, the Lord woke me and showed me, reminded me of Bob's clock. The night, uh, let's see, February 6th of 14, and then again on February 13th, the night that he was passing, we had this experience with the clock in his room that was moving, like fast forwarding. You know, it stopped at 11.55, that's when this whole thing began, was at 11.55, you know, five minutes to midnight, where the the hand on the clock continued to to like spin kind of not out of control, but very quickly moving 12 hours forward. It stopped at exactly eight o'clock. And then, I mean, the hands totally stopped at exactly eight o'clock. And then, you know, for a few, I don't know, maybe 10 seconds, and then it went forward again. And just before midnight, it stopped and then it reset at exactly midnight. So I felt it was a time, you know, it was that midnight call to the bride of Christ and time was being reset. God was aligning uh, the body of Christ with the eternal realm. Okay, so um, you know, if you want to see that, the video of the clock or hear more about it, you can, um, I believe my son's going to post a, uh, a link to this video, or you can go on our website, digyoulearntolove.org, and you can find it there. Now, Bob had a prophecy about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs when they would win the world, uh, the Super Bowl. It would be a sign, a sign that God was raising up the apostolic chiefs around the world to bring in that billion soul harvest. And, you know, that was a revelation he got from his death experience in August of 1975. So we've been waiting a long time for all these things. They're all signposts. So what is our signpost today? As I, as the Lord showed me that clock and I'm praying about this, it was the keys were, uh, found in the score. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs. 38 and um, the other team that the Eagles were 35. So it's Isaiah 38. And when I read Isaiah 38 this morning, it's verse six. However, I want to read, it's the same, same story. It's Hezekiah, King Hezekiah, where he is going to die. Isaiah comes to him and says, you will die and not live. You know, get your house in order. You're going to die and not live. And of course, Hezekiah turns to the wall and he cries out to God. You know, I've been faithful. I've been a good king all my life. I've done the right things. And God spared him, right? He told Isaiah, go back and tell him you will live. But the story is also told in 2 Kings uh, 20. And I want to read what I believe the Lord is saying to us in this time regarding this prophecy, the prophetic sign, signpost, and that is 2 Kings 20, verse 5 and 6. 
return and tell Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. Now, I believe God has heard the prayers of the saints. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. And I will add to you 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. See, I believe this is a message to America. If we return to him, if we return to God, he said three years. Do you know it has been three years since three years and what, 10 days? since Super Bowl 20 to Super Bowl 23. He has heard our prayers. He has heard our tears. He will heal us on the third day. Go up to the house of the Lord. I believe he's asking us to return to him. He will deliver us for his sake. Okay, he's going to deliver us from the hand of the enemy for his sake, not for our sake, for his sake. All right, now... That's Isaiah 38, which is Kansas City Chief score 38. But the Eagles played a part in this too. Their part was 35, Isaiah 35, the highway of holiness. And I want to read part of this. This is the hope of our nation, is that we return to the holiness of God, not our holiness, (laughs) his holiness, okay? So... Verse two, I'm not going to read everything here, but it says, even with joy and singing, okay, they shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Uh, Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. You know, we don't need to fear the enemy. Christ in me, the hope of glory, Holy Spirit's in us, all power, all knowledge in us. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. And that's a word the Lord gave me this year. He's sorting the the wicked and the righteous. There's going to be justice for the righteous and a justice for the unrighteous. And you can see that many evil things are being revealed right now. He will come and save you. Uh, It talks about the blind eyes being opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. In verse 8, it says, A highway will be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks on the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. And it says here, It shall be found that the redeemed shall walk there. So I believe this is a real message to the body of Christ, and it's a message of hope. You know, God wants to redeem this nation and he will do that. You know, he's heard our prayers. These are signposts that he gave us. I'm not sure when Bob brought that prophetic word many years ago, probably I'm guessing probably the late eighties, maybe early nineties, but he brought that word and he believed that word and the seeds he sowed, you know, they are eternal words And it was a timing. It was all in God's timing. I believe that three-year signpost was three years here. It was mentioned in Isaiah 
well, it's mentioned Isaiah 38 and also 2 Kings 20. Three years, and we are at that signpost. So press into the Lord. Walk the highway of holiness. Walk in faith, not fear. And trust God in all things. All right? It's a signpost of what God is going to do in this nation. But we must be participants. We must walk with him, follow him daily, and be part. What is your part of bringing in the harvest? We can't just sit back and twiddle our thumbs and go, when is the harvest going to start? People have been doing that. When's it going to start? People ask me all the time, when's the harvest going to start? You know, we are in that time of harvest. We're in that time of revival. I know right now the the Holy Spirit is moving at Asbury College. That is awesome. That is another signpost. It's not the only signpost. Don't get caught up on a signpost. Watch for the signs and don't follow the signs, you know, follow the one. Okay. And he will direct you by signpost. Okay. All right. Have a wonderful uh, Valentine's Day. Remember, God is love. We kind of use this day as a day, you know, we call it the day of love. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> but we should always love one another. God never stopped loving us. And we have all done some probably strange and weird things that, you know, in the natural, <laughs> we'd probably be very ashamed of. But God never stopped loving us. So love one another, spread love and joy in all things that you do. Forgive quickly, repent quickly, and love all the time. Okay, be blessed. Till next time. Okay, so this was really interesting. As I was listening to this video, God kept taking me back to that Asbury revival that happened. So I looked it up. I thought, what were the dates of that? February the 8th, 2023 through February the 24th, 2023. So a year ago after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Again, uh, no, I guess they went to the Super Bowl. So God is giving us opportunity after opportunity, I believe, to be like, all right, revival is going to happen. It's on your watch. What's it going to look like? Are you going to reach out, grab it, and be like, yes, God, we are partnering with it? Or am I going to have to bring it around again? And I think that's where we are. God's bringing it around again for another opportunity. He's not going to let us miss this revival because it's a billion soul harvest for him for his kingdom, and we get to be a part of it. And it's not going to be about a pastor standing in front of a church or an evangelist. It's going to be about you and I going out, sharing the gospel with our loved ones, laying hands on the sick, them being healed, and then being like, how did you do that? I was like, I didn't do it. Jesus did it. He worked through me to heal you because he loves you, and he paid for that 2,000 years ago, and we get to be a part of it right now. So exciting. All right, so after I heard her talking, of course, I had to check out the clock. And I've been so excited to share it with you all. In fact, I told David, I was like, oh my gosh, David, you have to see this clock. It is so cool what happened. So I have that video for you as well. This is from February the 6th, 2014, when Bob Jones was in the hospital and then it happened again on February the 13th, 2014. Check this out. to share something supernatural with you that uh, happened 
prior to Bob's passing. It happened two different times, once on the 6th of February and the other time on the 13th. And the video that you can watch uh, was actually recorded on the 6th when my son was in the room. Um, in the video, you'll see the clock on his hospital wall that uh, the red second hand began to move forward quickly. The time was 11.55 p.m., so it was just five minutes before midnight. And the second hand began to move forward quickly, and then it came to rest at the 12. And then the minute hand began to advance forward. And of course, when the minute hand moved, so did the hour hand. And it moved very quickly, and that's when we started to film. We realized that the clock was moving in a fashion that it shouldn't have been. So we started to film it, and um, it advanced quickly until it came to 8 o'clock. And at 8 o'clock, it stopped for about 5 seconds. And then it advanced forward again quickly until midnight. And at midnight, it came to rest for about 5 seconds. Then the second hand jumped forward again, about five seconds, and then it's like the clock reset itself, and then it was in um, the proper uh, motion. So we were really <laughs> amazed at what was happening, and um, we found out later that all the clocks in the hospital are set to what they call atomic time, to record births and deaths and surgeries, what have you. All clocks are synchronized to the same time, so either all the clocks had to do this or not. And we found it was only Bob's clock. And actually, the man that handles security, we showed him the video. He didn't believe it till we showed it to him. He was just amazed that this could happen. So we knew it was a supernatural event. And what we felt in that, there's many things that we, we felt the Lord was saying in that time is being accelerated. The fact that it started at, um, that it took five minutes for all of this to happen, we felt there was grace. The time 11.55 refers to um, 11 being God stretching forth his hand a second time for the remnant, and that's out of Isaiah 11.11. 11. And the 55 is great grace. The fact that the clock stopped at 8 o'clock, I believe, is a new beginning. The church is in a new day, a new beginning. Um, it was a 12-hour period. That, it, that the clock had advanced forward. And I feel that's God's government. This is his apostolic five-fold government that's been, I really believe it's in place now. It's been being released and revealed by the Holy Spirit of truth. Bob would always talk about Isaiah 35 being the highway of holiness, and I think that's what the Lord has prepared his people for. Um, the 55, I said, is like a, a great grace. It's for um, the people that walk on that highway of holiness out of Isaiah 35. And um, Isaiah 55 are the conditions. Because we need to listen and obey and declare the word of the Lord. So um, the fact that this happened twice, it was two weeks in a row, on the 6th of February, 6 representing the number of man, and on the 13th, which was the night Bob was passing, um, the 13th is a double portion. So I believe that God, there's just so many things we're probably still 
you know, we'll learn more things from this that, um, that we experienced that night. But I just uh, urge you to watch the video and, and know that this was a phenomenon that happened in the hospital on the uh, 6th and 13th of February. Be blessed as you watch it. Yeah, so at 11.55, the uh, clock started acting weird. That's strange. Yeah, at 11.55 on February, Thursday, February the 6th. Yeah. Okay, the, the red second hand is steady and stuck on the number 12, which I believe indicates God's government. And the minute hand is advancing forward quickly. At about 20 till 8, I believe the minute hand begins to slow down as it approaches 8 o'clock and then it stops at 8 o'clock. So I think there's been a short delay before the new day. It's like I slept for two minutes. It is. It's slowing down. It's new <laughs> beginnings. It is. Oh Maybe it's good. It's eight. eight. It's the new beginning. Is this crazy? Oh, oh my gosh. My goodness. So it stopped at eight, eight o'clock. Eight a.m. And it started again. But it did stop. But I think... It goes into a new grace for the new beginning, the new day. And we're all watching. <laughs> what time is it now? Is it midnight? It's closer. It's probably about 11.59. It's 11.58 right there. Yeah, that's really oh. Come on. That was, that was pretty deep. My guess now is that the next time it stops, I think it's going to tell us when the new beginning happens. That's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they told me? It would be the month of August. Oh, okay. 8 20. August 20th, he said, you know, that's an important date. Yeah. Okay. So and it's also, it's his 8 8, you know, is going to be. His resurrection day. Hmm. Yeah. He'll have to let us know when it's 12 o'clock. We'll see the time it is when it's 12 o'clock. It's pretty close. What time would it be with. Uh, it's 1159. Like, no, what's that? Territory. 8 o'clock is 20. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Well, that's a right mm. somewhere. Mm. Christine, my anniversary is 822. What's the name of that? It's just about. It is. It's now midnight. It's, it's long. Come on. Mm. Mm. Now it's coming up to noon. Oh. <gasps> Look at that. It stopped. It, it stopped at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Like normal. It brought itself back around full circle. Now it's oh back on the track. I feel the fact that 
the clock stopped at exactly 12 o'clock and it hesitated before the second hand moved forward again. I believe that that's the apostolic fivefold ministry that has come into place, it has been established, but there's been a hesitation. Even though it's been in place, it's been like God has held it back. And now with that second hand, the second hand sprung forward five seconds very rapidly. And then the, the clock reset and started moving at the proper time. I believe that God is, it's his grace that is moving forth the apostolic ministry now. And it's going to come very suddenly because of the harvest. We need that government in place for the harvest to come forth in the way that God had intended it. But thank you for watching this today. And, um, you know, we really must discern the times. It's a time of acceleration. We need to be alert to what the Lord is saying. Hear what he says, declare his word, and obey his commands. Um, it's time for the harvest, and the harvest must come. We must be ready, because each one of us is a harvester. No matter where you are or what you're doing, you are a harvester, and you are part of the great harvest. So enjoy this time of acceleration and be blessed, and don't forget to watch and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Man, so exciting. Wasn't that so cool? I thought that was absolutely amazing. And they were talking during the time that the that it was going around, so it's not like they could have created it on themselves because they were literally talking so you would know if they're if they were speeding up. So I thought that was absolutely amazing. All right. So a lot of you have seen Bo Polney on our show before, Flyover Conservative Show. Um, I've talked about him a few times on the Prophetic Report. He's not a prophet, but he is an analyst of time. And uh, it's interesting because uh, I can remember, it was almost a year ago, we had him on the show, and he uh, we ended up calling the show Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. He kept talking about that because May coming, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. And uh, it really stood out to me, and we named the show that. And then a few days later, Hank Kuhneman was delivering a prophetic word, and he literally said, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. I find this over and over again with Bo Polney, where he'll say something, and then I'll hear it in the prophetic. And I'm like, okay, God. Um, and so I'm going to share something with you. I don't completely understand it. I'm trying to wrap my, my mind around it. Maybe you'll understand it more than I do. But I didn't want to miss this opportunity to share it with you, because he actually put out this tweet that you're looking at right here on February the 2nd. 2024. So this was before the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl was February 11th, and he put this out on February the 2nd. So I'm going to read it to you, and uh, you can take it as you want, but I, I think it's pretty interesting. So he said, Chiefs win Super Bowl Sunday 2-11. Again, this was on 2-2 that he put this out. The news before the news. The Super Bowl is being held at the Death Star. The stadium is called Allegiant. Definition, steadfast in devotion, especially to your lawful monarch or government. Joshua 24, 15 says, choose this day whom you will serve. He said, expect a chief's win. Bob Jones, 1980 prophecy. Uh, then the greatest revival in human history begins. Chiefs first went to the Super Bowl in 1970. 50 years later was 2020. The pandemic begins and Chiefs win the 2020 Super Bowl. 
We know that the last four years were a fraud. We know Roe v. Wade became U.S. federal law January of 1973. 50 years is 2023. They changed the calendar from March, which which was the start of the new year, to a January start of the new year. The true old calendar indicates we are still in the year 2023. So I guess there was a calendar that used to have the first month be March. I didn't know that, but they changed it to January according to what Bo was saying. The coming Super Bowl on 211, per the true old calendar, is occurring in the 12th, the last month of the end of the 50-year jubilee, if we were following the, the old calendar. Therefore, expect a Chiefs victory on 211, a redo of 2020, but this time following the victory, expect the start of the greatest revival in human history beginning in March, the first month of 2024, according to the old calendar. January was the 11th hour month. February is the 12th hour month that ends the 50th year. March is New Year's basis uh, based on the true old calendar. Biblical days events are imminent. God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit are undefeated, and it's all about timing, God's perfect timing. All right, so when I read this, it really jumped out at me because I remember listening to a prophetic word, and I played it on our show here from January the 30th, 2024 from Amanda Grace about March. And so when he said that about March, I'm like, I've already heard this about March being something significant from Amanda Grace. So I want to play it for you. Check this out. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is going to fall on the nation. And the fear of the Lord is going to fall on Mexico. And the fear of the Lord is going to fall on the cartels. And the fear of the Lord is going to fall on the White House. And the fear of the Lord is going to fall on Washington, D.C. Because God laughs at the wicked and he holds them in derision. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? I, the Lord thy God, will hold them in derision. Psalm 2. The people plot a vain, shallow, superficial, greedy thing. And that is what is happening. And this is why we see this in this hour, right? In this hour, we're coming towards the end of January. We're going into February. In March is Purim. I always tell you to watch around the time the Jewish feasts happen, but I will tell you this Purim, This Purim is going to be explosive. This Purim, the Lord is going to put forth some sobering things into the earth. It's coming. Wow. Okay, so Purim is Saturday, March the 23rd, 2024, through Sunday, March the 24th, 2024. Man, you know, I sat down with Vanessa Clark, Clay Clark's wife, uh, probably about a month and a half ago, and we were just sitting down for coffee talking. I was in Tulsa, and we just went out for coffee. We were just talking about, you know, over the last, you know, 
since 2020 and the election and 2021 and, you know, all of these different things were like, you know, you're like, oh, maybe it's going to happen here or maybe something's going to happen here or maybe something's going to happen here. You know, it was just always constantly something. And something that she pointed out to me is something is happening in 2024. It has to. There's no choice. Something is happening in 2024. So we are on the verge of something happening in 2024, which is really exciting. Okay, so we're talking about prophetic. We've heard from Manda, uh, which is considered a prophet. Uh, we've heard from an analyst of time about March, but then also I'm going to take you into the natural because, again, I heard it from Bo Polney, and then I heard it from Amanda Grace about March, and then we're literally doing ec- an economic report with um, Dr. Kirk Elliott, and he talked about March. So I want to play for that for you real fast. Bank temp financing program that we talked about last week. That sunsets on March 11th. So what is that going to mean? It means there's no more emergency funding for banks. I'm telling you, I think that we are going to see bank failures start to manifest themselves in a much faster rate starting the beginning of March. And this, what we're seeing mm-hmm. with New York Community Bank, is just the beginning of the mayhem. Just the beginning. Wow. Okay, so like the yeah. like you you feel like bank failure is going to see more and more and more of those, but March is kind of when that will begin. And why is that? Because that's when things come due. What, what is it about that, March? So that's when that that emergency funding bill that came into place after Silicon Valley. It's called the Bank Temp Financing Program, right? Okay. It's like TARP. Remember when we had the, the TARP bill and all this emergency funding from the government way back in, in 2009 when Lehman Brothers and everything was collapsing? Mm-hmm. It's similar, except this is just for bank. It's the emergency funding to the banking sector so they yeah. could stop more bank failures. They didn't want a run on the banks. So therefore, you inject these banks with capital when they need it, and they, they stopped the, the bank runs. So people think, well, they did it. Their, their policies worked. It's like, well, there's a Band-Aid. They're stripping the Band-Aid off right now because they've run out of money. There is no more financing, emergency financing for the banks. So if the banks need money, they're going to have to go directly to the Fed. Oh, well, what did the Fed just do? They raised interest rates on those short-term interday loans. So now if the banks need emergency capital, they're going to have to pay more for it. They couldn't afford it from the jump. So now it's going to actually put even more pressure on the. Okay, so that is not to cause fear because wait until you hear this. That's considered the Babylon system or the Babylonian system is what they've done with our finances. Wait till you hear uh, what Bo Polney then sent out on a tweet. This came out, um, I believe, the day after the Super Bowl. But he said, as prophesied in 1980, Chiefs win, God wins. The Holy Trinity 2020, 2023, 2024, those are the years that the Chiefs won. Now begins the greatest revival in human history as the puppet master that controlled Babylon fall. Fasten your seatbelts for March. Bo Polney Super Bowl prophecy revealed a billion soul harvest to take place begins in 2024. So he talks about that Babylonian money system, but so does uh, God through Amanda Grace. I want to share this prophetic word for, with you from January the 4th. We're going to hear it again in just a little while, but I wanted to put it up here so you get to hear it 
uh, when it comes to uh, what they're saying about the money, because it's a system, from my understanding, that needs to fall so it can be corrected. So this is what the Lord said through Amanda Grace on January the 4th, 2021. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, this was in 2021, all right? Um, The next four years shall be crucial building and recovery years, for there will be events that will occur where a recovery will be much needed as markets become very uncertain and golden calves topple, says the Lord. For this will be the dismantling of America's golden calves. What I, the Lord God, gave America, they took the gold, they took the silver, they took the resources and erected golden calves out of such that opened the door more and more for the most wicked of leadership to arise, says the Lord, and oppress America once beautiful, says the Lord. All right. I'm like, okay, God, this is pretty darn exciting. So we're hearing about this system, hearing about March, what the heck's going to happen in March, who knows, but God knows, and we are his children. He always takes care of his children. We are going to be taken care of. Um, So I want to take you to this whole thing with the Billion Soul Harvest that we heard about from Bob Jones. We heard Bonnie talking about it. We heard um, Johnny talking about it. Now we're going to hear Robin Bullock and Krista Bullock talking about it. This is from Church International on February the 11th, 2024, Super Bowl Sunday. We are on the precipice of the greatest supernatural move of the Holy Ghost in this earth we have ever seen. God wants everybody involved. He wants everybody involved. He is making such a fishing pull for those in the LGBTQ community because they are housing an army of his evangelists. They're holding back an army of his evangelists and the Lord is longing to give them their destiny. He wants to give them their destiny. And whether the church loves them or not, he does love them. And he's calling for them to come. Come, he says. Come, come and let him give you rest. Let him give you a future and a destiny you've never seen before. For this is your time during the Jesus revolution and a movement of the world. For I am raising up people like Tucker Carlson. And the Lord says, I'm exposing what's happened in the Ukraine. And I'm exposing what's happened across the earth. But you have heard my prophets say it the whole time. And now I'm going to show you what really has taken place because I am going to honor a promise to Bob Jones and a one billion soul harvest is going to come into the earth, says the Lord. I am there where Kim Clements saw the future to be. And I am already there. And I am going to honor the words of my prophets. I am going to honor the words of Amy Simple McPherson. I'm going to honor the words of Maria Woodworth Edder. I'm going to honor those words. And I'm going to honor the covenant I made with your founding fathers in this nation. And I'm going to bless my people. And I'm going to bless America. For you have sang it, you have called it, says the Lord, for centuries. God bless America. So I shall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and I, I wanted to, to say this too. While dad was, dad was speaking and, and giving the word of the Lord today, Austin and I looked at each other when he said, 
I'm going to fulfill a prophecy that was given to Bob Jones. And, you know, I, I don't know who's going to win today. I'm not predicting that. If you just made Jesus the Lord of your life, you're winning every day. More than any of these teams. But I don't know who's going to win. But one team will win at the end of the day. But I want you to know something, that at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going not just for the 49ers, but for that quarterback who stood up and proclaimed Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And not only did he just say, say that, but he said, I believe that Jesus came and died for my sins, and he rose again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I was like, now that's pretty specific. So I rooted for him today, regardless. But if the Chiefs win... It was not a pop singer. It was not because of a pop singer. And it was not because of whatever occultic activity that she has backing her or praying for this game. It is because a prophet of God in Kansas City, Missouri, named Bob Jones said, when you see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it is going to usher in the greatest revival that you have ever seen. Now you say, yeah, they've won it twice. He didn't specify how many times they'd win it. He just said, when you see it happen. So I want to remind the whole world today, if the Chiefs win, it wasn't Taylor Swift that did it. It's, it is to honor a prophet of God. And it would do you good at the end of the day to say, I choose to be a part of that revival. Hallelujah. You know, Krista, when you said that earlier when we were the Lord was moving in all the words and the prophecies. I heard this. He said, today, today, I'm going to show the world what he's going to do. Today. And I thought about that. But today, a statement is going to be made in some form or fashion to the world. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. Okay. So I watched that Sunday, the Super Bowl Sunday. I watched the Church International Service because that's our our church. And when Robin said that, I was like, David, okay, we got to stop. Go back. We got to listen to this again because the Lord said through Robin, the, um, today I am going to show the world what I am going to do. Today, a statement is going to be made in some form or fashion to the world. So I'm looking at the Super Bowl with completely different eyes. I'm like, okay, God, what are you going to show the world? I am ready. I cannot wait to see what you're going to show. So at the end of the Super Bowl, I'm watching, obviously we're celebrating, we're Chiefs fans, so we're celebrating, you know, this is so exciting, and I'm watching the television, and I see the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, jumping up and down and he is wearing a cross necklace. I'm going to show you guys this. And it pops out and it is so obvious. And it, all the attention is drawn to his cross necklace. And we're going to exaggerate it so you can see it more. But you could tell when you're watching the Super Bowl and he came across that, you could see his, his, uh, his cross. Check this out. Okay, so I'm watching that. I'm like, okay, this is really cool. And I was talking to David about it. And he goes, oh, yeah, I said, I didn't know 
that Patrick Mahomes was a Christian. I didn't know where he stood on that. And David said, uh, yeah, uh, this is pretty interesting. At the end of the Super Bowl, so this is the last thing said at the Super Bowl, this is what Patrick Mahomes had to say. God the glory, man. He, he challenged us to make us better. And I'm proud of my guys, man. This is awesome. It's legendary. Okay, so you may think, oh, everybody says that. That's common. People say that all the time. This is really interesting. Patrick Mahomes, uh, it was either a year ago, I think it was 2022, so it may have been two years ago, um, he showed up at training camp with a new tattoo. And that tattoo is actually um, on his shin. It is a tattoo that shows a person walking up a stairway to a large cross in the sky. So you can see it there. That's on his his uh, his shin there. Um, and then he's got, you know, some other tattoos around. I think like the footprint of his daughter or something in a rose on the back. And um, and he put on a when he was putting out a picture on his Instagram of the tattoo, it said work in progress. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. And I, I was wondering, is his tattoo a work in progress or is he saying he is a work in progress? Well, I wasn't sure, but you're going to hear here in a second how cool this is. God kind of ties it in because literally I was wondering this as I was putting together the show. I, I wonder what he meant by that. Obviously, could, it could be multiple meanings. I thought, I wonder what he meant by that, but I can't wait to share with you in just a second uh, what God revealed to me. One other thing I wanted to point out is uh, before every game, uh, Patrick Mahomes walks the field and he prays by the goal post. Check this out. Before every game, I walk, I walk the field, and I, I just do a prayer at the goalpost. And I just I thank God kind of for those opportunities. And I thank God for just letting me be, able, be on a stage where I can uh, glorify Him. And I feel like the biggest thing that I, I pray for is that whatever happens, win or lose, uh, success or failure, that, uh, he, that I'm glorifying Him and doing everything the right way that He wants me to. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for a great example there. Thank you for his prayer. I want to show you a couple of pictures. So you got snow here at a stadium. He's by the goalpost. And then there's another picture here. He's by the goalpost. And so, um, you know, I just think that's an important thing. Again, work in progress. We're going to come back to that. All right. So again, watching the Super Bowl at the end, this also jumped out at me. This is what was said at the very end. It said um, Mahomes threw for 333 yards. The address of the location for the event was 3,333 Al Davis Way. They win it by three, and Patrick Mahomes threw it to number 12, which when you add those two numbers together, it's three. Check this video out. Mahomes ends up with 333 yards. Why is that significant? The stadium's address is 3333 Al Davis Way. He's never lost in this building. And they win it by three on this touchdown throw to Nicole Hardman, who started the season. Man, okay. So I want to show you the stadium here because uh, I Googled it. I'm like, was that legit? Is it actually there? It is there. So Allegiant Stadium is at uh, 333. Al Davis Way, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89118. So, I, okay, that's pretty cool. Well, 
I'm all excited about the threes because I'm hearing this and I'm like, three is very significant. We're going to talk about that. But David actually found this shirt for me and my shirt says, a lot can happen in three days. Well, we know that to be very true as followers of Jesus Christ. A lot can happen in three days. So um, I pulled out my number book. Uh, so Numbers That Preach by Troy Brewer. This is another interesting thing. Uh, I've had this book for, man, probably a year, year and a half. My sister and I both got these books at the same time. And um, I have a really good friend, Teresa, in Oregon that loves Troy Brewer. So she watches a lot of his programs. Um, he's out of Texas, and he does a lot with get, uh, getting kids out of sex trafficking. And um, and so she was telling me about him. Well, I pulled out my book to check out these threes, because I, I really pull it out quite a bit, but I never really looked at the author's name. And I'm like, Troy Brewer. Oh my gosh, I was just talking to Teresa about him last week. In fact, I ended up um, getting on his site and uh, partnering with him and helping with sex trafficking. And then I found out this book is, is by him. I thought, nothing's by accident. So anyway, the number three means perfect completion. He said, I like to call the number three the whole enchilada. This number illustrates fullness and being complete. Three is resurrection and the number God stamps on divinity. And uh, he said, Jesus, so this has a lot to do with the resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus has so many threes around it because God was preaching that Jesus was the perfect, complete sacrifice of all time. Jesus rose on the third day. So we, that's why we always do... Um, you know, we, we talk about Jesus being the light in a dark place. We're bringing Jesus into this time because it's so dark. He is the light. And I think this is so cool that it has to do with this. Jesus rose on the third day. The writing on the cross was in three languages. There were three crosses on Calvary. He was crucified in the third hour. There were three hours of darkness on Calvary. Peter denied Jesus three times before the resurrection, and Peter acknowledged he loved Jesus three times after the resurrection. So three to God is very significant as well. And so um, I want to take you to uh, John, back to Johnny Inlow. I always love Johnny's perspective, and he talks about threes as well and highlights, yes, they, the cabal has tried to steal this. They've tried to take it with Freemasons, but it's all counterfeit. Check this out talk about a couple of numbers now because i'll just tell you the number right up front they mm -hmm. you know, amazingly on tv as the game ended they tell patrick mahomes mahomes you threw for 333 yards and we are here the address of this stadium allegiant stadium in las vegas is 3333 al davis drive or whatever and so there's this 333 thing going on and they're like what and then it's their third win and it's their third win. Okay, so if you understand, <laughs> in 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 the cabal, Illuminati, they have made thirty three a big number, thirty third degree Mason. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's the biggest, highest rank, right? And so they might have chosen thirty three, thirty three, even as the address for whoever did it. It could have been for sinister reasons. And so, oh. what we have this is another. A, a brief teaching moment for us. We have to be aware the enemy through symbolism is trying to get us to back off all God symbolism because God has it too. He loves it. You know, he's the line of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. What is Satan walks around like a roaring line. He's like a roaring line, but he is our God is the line. So there is yeah. like versus reality. There's the fake of the reality. He's a master counterfeiter 
And if you will stop everything that he counterfeits, you'll get rid of every good thing the Lord has for us. You know, we we teach on on the rainbow God, the seven colors of love and how each color represents an aspect of who he is. Well, red is a big deal for the Illuminati. Well, guess what? It's a bigger deal for God. The blood of Jesus is red, the Red Sea deliverance. So we're not going to throw away the color red just because Jezebel has adopted it. Uh, as well. And it's the same with all the colors. Colors are something that exists in heaven. Those of you who ever visited hell, you'll realize no colors in hell. There are no colors in hell. Mm. So there are colors in heaven and there are more than we've seen. So all the colors are good. You're like, well, this is a bad color. No, there's no bad colors. They're all good. Well, numbers 333 is that's theirs is bad. No, it's not. 33. They did that because Jesus paid the price for redemption at age 33. He went to the cross Mm. at age 33 and paid the price um, for all sins of humanity forever. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So you have this uh, 333 is awesome because the symbolism is becoming more and more overt from, we'll say, the dark side. And so they're permeating everything. And so there is there's beginning to be, uh, you know, a fear of even identifying with certain colors and numbers and symbols that are good um, because the enemy does it as well. You have to know this is basic Satanism 101. What Mm -hmm. does God do? How to do a counterfeit? How to do the fake of it? That's what he that's that's who he is. It's what he does. Well, for our for our closing is um, look at, at Jeremiah 33, three, many people's um, favorite. There. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of people love such a good verse. And it is. And there is the Lord. I, I want to end there because the Lord really wants us to leave with and some encouragement. Not that that was an encouragement. It was a needed um, a needed. I don't want, I'm not not trying to call it a rebuke, but the Lord, that's what Isaiah 58 was, is like, you love your fasting and praying that you do visibly and, uh-huh. and you love and you take your agenda and you like, hey, and you d- demand because you're out there and you're saying it and you're not being a restorer of the breach. Mm. You're actually not plugging in with your family. You're not plugging in with society. You're not fulfilling your assignment. You're, you're bad mouthing those who do. Cause you're doing the holier thing and mm. you're not, and you, you can't open your house up because you don't have a house. You can't feed because you have nothing to give. So I'm just mm. saying that uh, one more time. It's part of the corrective course. The Lord is giving us at this time is like, he wants us on his narrative, his agenda. And yeah. furthermore, much of the prayer movement has embraced, uh, you know, prepare to die um, uh, mm-hmm. as next. And, uh-huh. and and rather than prepare for the kingdom to be made revealed on earth in an unprecedented fashion. And that's what he says in Isaiah 58. I want to heal your streets. I want to restore the breach. That's what mm-hmm. I want you to do with your energy and your time. So Amen. let that messaging get out um, to those, um, to all of us. You know, all of us uh, um, need to have this. So, yeah. so what's Jeremiah 33.3? So, by memory, probably so many of you know that. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And um, why are we doing that again as it relates to the Super Bowl game? Because with his last touchdown throw that ended the game, Pat Mahomes threw it 
to Nicole Hardman, number 12. And we can make a point there too. We won't. And he caught it. And so it was the touchdown. They won the game. And with it, it made his total 333. And wow. again, the address he's on is, somebody told me it's 333, but then I said, heard it was 3333. And it may have been, again, they want to use that numerology. It doesn't matter. It's still ours. 33 mm -hmm. is the year when Jesus redeemed the whole world forever. So we're not going to forsake 33 as being significant. And when you see 333, don't think Illuminati and all that. 333 <laughs> is often the Lord say, hey, give me a call because we want. that's what we want to take notice of. Call to me. You can think of a phone. Call me and I will answer you. And that just kind of call me and I will answer. Yep. So yes. sometimes we're like, he doesn't answer me. Did you call him? So you want to call him and he will answer you. But what, what's the context here? Well, verse one, moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the court of the prison. So this is relevant to us. This means pre-breakthrough. Pre-breakthrough, the Lord says, call to me and I will show you great and mighty things mm. that are coming for you, for your situation. This is applicable for us where the United States is, where the world is. Yeah, Goliath has been out there and boasting of his strength and power and what he's going to do. And he's been mocking and everything else like that. David, the David spirit, you hear it coming through people like me and others saying that's not really the storyline here. So the people like, who do, who, do we, who do we believe? Is it Goliath or do we believe Caleb or do we believe these prophetic voices that are telling us things that, oh my, they're defying that Goliath is really there. And yes, that's what we're saying. Do that. So the Lord says, call to me and I will answer you. Everyone from here, I'll pay attention. And many of you already will have been noting, look at your 333s. When you wake up at the 333, you mm -hmm. see it on the license plate. You're going to see them go off to a whole nother level, way beyond odds of what, what they could be. Because this is a message from the Lord. What ultimately did the Lord tell Jeremiah? Again, that's why we get the context is great. It's when Jeremiah is in the court of prison. And so he could be discouraged. He's actually the prophetic voice. Oh, absolutely. The Lord says, give me a call and uh, I want to show you something. And so verse six, this is essentially when the Lord gets through. Behold, I will bring it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Leave it up just for a second. Amen. Behold, I will bring it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. The 333 is now we're personalizing it for you. It's like even if you're you feel locked down, shut down in contradiction, that's the whole point of Jeremiah 33 3. Why he would be showing you is not because everything's oh, this I'm just in glory land and hallelujah. It's it's not that. You're like in contradiction after contradiction. He's like, give me a call. I want to show you the health and healing I'm bringing you. I want to mm -hmm. show you the abundance of peace and truth. Even this economic abundance that I'm talking about, I want to show you, but I want to tell you even before you see it. So mm -hmm. this is, this is a, a messaging from the Super Bowl from last night's game to you. This is the Lord using a platform to give you a prophetic message. That's part of my assignment is to extract that and be able to share that with you. Before we end today, would you just pray into um, the Jeremiah 33? Do you know what the clock is right behind you right now as we're talking? Is it? Right, when, you, when you set it out of your mouth, 
Do you want to pray into the Jeremiah 33 3? It's literally 333 <laughs> is behind you the moment you mention that. <laughs> I didn't even see that, guys. I had no idea. No. Obviously. Um, but would you would you pray into that before we end? Today? Yeah, I think that was a, a big five high five from God for us. <laughs> I love it when he does that. <clears throat> Lord, we just thank you for uh your clear speaking to us, even through uh something that you know could seem like the foolishness of a Super Bowl. But you are the God. You show up wherever the enemy thinks he's setting a stage and you have your own messaging to do. And you look for those who are paying attention to your messaging. And Lord, I just thank you even for this uh, Jeremiah 33, three call to me. And I will answer you. I'll speak to you. I'm going to show you things that are the opposite of your contradiction. And that this is a word for your sons and daughters right now. Um, This is a word to um, give us hope to. Um, instill in us the the faith to follow your narrative for this moment, that we do not fall to the narrative the enemy's throwing out. The and, uh, His narrative says he's in charge. He's running things. He's got all the symbolisms. He's got all the uh, the media, the platforms taken. And Lord, we just thank you that this is not truth, that the truth is something you're going to speak in an unusual way. Even those who've been seeing the three, three, threes and know God has been speaking to you, it's going to go up to the next level. But remember, don't just take this as a, wow, I see the three, three, three again. This is him saying, call on me. Remember, that's the first part of them. part is to set yourself, set, set some time aside. Means he knows you need an infusion of encouragement that you don't presently have. And so it's a call mm-hmm. for you to, however you do it, set, set aside a time and place for you to hear from him something that encourages you, something maybe you want to write down, something you might even want to journal that is his truth for you at this time in the midst of a contradiction. Thank you, Lord, for all you're doing. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. It's all about a relationship with Jesus, and he wants us to call upon him. Now, I want to take you back to what Robin said, Super Bowl Sunday, February the 11th. I'm looking for it. Like, God, what are you going to show us? And he said, the Lord said, today, I am going to show the world what I'm going to do. Today, a statement is going to be made in some form or fashion to the world. We receive it, Lord, in Jesus' name. All right. So this three is significant, obviously very important. Diana Larkin from a Watchman's Journal on January the 23rd, 2024, shares shares this with us. Three thunders are coming. Check this out. All right, let's begin with January 23rd of 2024. And it is, three thunders are coming. The Father said, this year you will hear one, two, three, loud booms of thunder that will be heard around the world. Wow. Each loud crash will further expose and weaken the evil empire, and it will collapse and fall. These booms of great exposure carry heaven's maximum frequency of destruction, and nothing will keep them from sounding. The powerful waves will lay bare evil agendas and perverted lifestyles. They will expose a pride and arrogance that will sicken people's stomachs, and it will jerk them fully awake. 
The darkness has multiple death agendas ready to release on the world, but the frequencies of my thunders will cause those schemes to crumble right before their eyes. When you hear the threats of war the darkness has planned for you, and they try to intimidate you with a forecast of sicknesses, financial losses, and times of lack, you declare back to them that heaven's thunders will break those plans to pieces. You are sons and daughters of my covenant promises of preservation, protection, and provision. Stand on your promises and call forth my thunders to crack open the heavens and to release my exposures and the destruction of the darkness. Call in my life, light, and glory and watch as thunders and blessings manifest in this year of the open door. Yes, we receive it. Thank you, God. We receive it in Jesus' mighty name. All right, so I told you earlier that we would talk about this work in progress from Patrick Mahomes. Amanda Grace, February the 12th, if you haven't heard uh, what she released on February the 12th, 2024, very, very powerful. There was a lot of prophetic words in there. Uh, There's one from November the 18th, and I was listening to this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, because I was just asking the God, uh, I was just asking God about work in progress. I literally was just asking him about that with Patrick Mahomes, like, what do you think that meant? And this is what I heard. So that's the first part, November of 2018. The second part that I've put together here is November the 4th, 2021. I already shared part of that word. The other part is about President Trump. Check this out. Let's go to November 2018. Because this is this is something I believe that's coming. So this was given 2018. This is five years old, this word. Okay. Or almost five years old. I, the Lord, will give President Trump a brilliant single stone to throw at the giant, to throw at the giants of Russia, Iran, to throw. Now, this is why I wanted to read this word. I wrote to throw at the net. G-N-A-T. What did I say the other night about these people, right, that are trying to run for office? They're gnats. They're gnats. And you don't pay attention to the gnat. You go after the source from where they're coming. But back in November 2018, in this word, the word gnat is mentioned. I ran to throw at the gnat of Washington, D.C. Right? And in parentheses, I put giants because gnat was written and I wasn't sure. Now I know the reason why almost five years ago, the word gnat was put in this word. Brilliant plans that will outsmart the opponent um, in every shameful way, because you cannot curse what I, the Lord, thy God have blessed. You cannot touch who I have anointed to be in office, says the Lord. My angelic army is far greater than the secret service, says the Lord, far, far greater. And they are ready and willing to defend. Uh, And he goes on here. So, and he says at the end, though, the Lord, he is a work in progress. Okay. Meaning at the time, President Trump, because this was halfway through his, uh, term his 2016 term he is a work in progress just like the rest of you remember that i am the potter you are the clay my precious children and the spirit of the lord says this day the next four years shall be crucial building and recovery years for there will be events that will occur where a recovery 
will be much needed. As markets become very uncertain and golden calves topple, says the Lord, for this will be the dismantling of America's golden calves. What I, the Lord God, gave America, they took the gold, they took the silver, they took the resources and erected golden calves out of such that opened the door more and more for the most wicked of leadership to arise, says the Lord, and oppress America once beautiful, says the Lord. However, I, the Lord God, the righteous judge, was merciful as America, uh, as a wayward sheep began to stray into the wilderness. So he, I was merciful with America as a wayward sheep began to stray into the wilderness. And I, the Lord, pursued you, O America, and brought you a leader in my mercy, a shepherd, for the sake of Israel, for the sake of my precious remnant, for the sake of the gospel and the harvest, I, the Lord of hosts, raised up a leader, a leader called since birth that the enemy attempted to pull and drag down into the ditches and pitfalls of this world to attempt to destroy the call. However, says the Lord, even though the enemy attempted to tempt, tarnish and stain, I, the Lord, refined. I, the Lord, allowed this past year, especially a wilderness experience to refine the man, the trumpet I called from his mother's womb. My son, Donald, in perfect yes, as all of humanity is, however called, anointed for a great task, for leadership in a time of crisis, to help steer America through the troubling waters it had entered in the year 57 uh, with 5780, which was 2020, I, the Lord God, see the wind and the waves of wickedness that is tossing America about. However, I, the Lord, have utilized it for such a time to wake up those who were asleep and pose a very serious question to the people of America as it is at a crossroads. What kind of nation do you desire this to be? A nation that moves back towards God and his law? or a nation that drifts further out into the sea of darkness and despair, a nation of truth, of demanding truth, of transparency and accountability, or a nation of lawlessness and complete disregard for the truth, the laws of the land and the word of God. Yes, America must face its future for what America decides will be the building blocks, will set the precedent and course for 2024. This was given in 2021. I'm going to say that again. Yes, America must face its future for what America decides will be the building blocks will set the precedent and the course for 2024, says the Lord of hosts. Over the next four years, there will be a crash in various countries of their precious markets in whom those in the deep have gorged themselves upon such and crashes will occur as countries are dealt with for their mistreatment of their people, the persecution of their people and defiance against almighty God. There shall be crashes in leadership, shaking in the world as America attempts to rehabilitate from the infections that spread across the land, infiltrated every area of life and the goal to put America on life support and then pull the plug and destroy what America is called to be. However, I, the Lord God, the Lord of hosts, have ruled from my throne and stopped the plans of the wicked just short of their mark, as they have no value for life and desire to take much life through this to scare the rest of the people who live in America into submission, giving every freedom over to them as a virus and a hostile takeover of leadership was their goal. What the enemy promised them for such nefarious and egregious acts, he never intended to fully follow through on. 
as that serpent of old never keeps his word, as my capital creation is just a means to his ends, says the Lord. Their trick plays have been found out and their arsenal of maneuvers is very depleted and weakened as what they so attempted shall make headlines, says the Lord. This is a time. Now, this is, hold on one second here. This is a time of great humiliation as desperation turns to contemplation about giving over the master plans to save oneself from death, says the Lord of hosts. The next four years shall be crucial and delicate years for America as the axe will appear and be taken to every rotted, decayed stump, completely cutting off intertwined underground between parties root systems where they secretly fed each other and took care of each other, selling out the people for bills and laws and plots and schemes to gorge themselves on a life of sin, indulgence and high society living, says the Lord of hosts this day. However, I, the Lord, the righteous judge, am taking an axe to that root system and destroying it where, where truly there shall be the most massive split and gut in Washington, D.C. that has ever occurred, says the Lord of hosts. This was the day the forefathers feared as they were inspired by me to write such law that contained clauses to attempt to shield America and prevent her from completely sinking into the hands of leadership on a suicide mission. America is weighing in the balance in the next four years shall determine the future of America as I, the Lord God of hosts, have intervened in my mercy to clean America's wounds. There shall be major operations in many areas of America into its most deepest parts to stop the spread, says the Lord. The bureaucrats, the medical communities, the giants of Silicon Valley. Those who desire to continue their own lives but pluck up the lives of others for the sake of population control, they shall take major hits to their credibility, to their fortunes, to their companies, platforms, for these are their golden calves. And I, the Lord God, have decreed and sent the judgment forth that these golden calves shall and will be torn down, says the Lord of hosts. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, Liberty shall break out across the land of America. The public cries to their creator shall become deafening to those who serve the kingdom of darkness and make them quake as the army of God has awoken and is marching across the land. Those who attempted to control and keep them in their place of oblivion and ignorance shall now quake at the fierceness of the people, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the giants of social media and search engines shall quake as they are sliced up and cut up their wicked empires, as they will lose their gatekeepers who will go down with the wicked ship that was set to lead America to destruction. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, all capitals, call them to account, open their book of records for the time has come for their reckoning. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, I, the Lord, am releasing the healing bomb to be placed upon the sickness of America. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And my son, Donald, shall be humbled even more. Shall be humbled even more. What do we see happening right now? Okay. And begin to see things through a different set of bifocals as I, the Lord, bring him into focus 
and center him on me, for without me he cannot win this fight. I, the Lord, have set the trap for the wicked and called those I have marked to execute such. Brave men and women, sons and daughters, filled with the boldness of the Holy Spirit, brazen in the face of evil that makes the wicked quake and shake as their elaborate plans disintegrate before them. As I, the Lord, have ruled against the enemy and his wicked plans, and they are left powerless, pathetic, and penniless, says the Lord of hosts this day. The leaders of the other states are hereby put on notice. This is the same word. Your time is short, your indulgences will stop, and your vault of darkness and corruption is ordered this day to open. And so it shall be revealed, and you exit your leadership roles in shame. For you abused what was given to you, says the Lord. What profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul, says the Lord of hosts this day. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, in the midst of America's volatility, a country, an enemy, a foe will attempt to strike. However, their attack shall be stopped way short of its intended mark as America's vulnerability, as it fights for its liberty, has tempted a country who is desperate right now to not topple. This country will attempt to strike. However, says the Lord, there shall be a backdraft, a reverse explosion upon them and an even more fatal wound inflicted upon their leadership, says the Lord of hosts. This nation are at the point. This nation is at the point of breakthrough and the enemy has mounted his last attempted resistance. And so his plan shall fall and be struck down and my children shall be raised up to such positions because they stood boldly in the Lord in the face of evil, persecution and attacks. It is here, my children, it is time. You shall see signs of early spring as new growth occurs and watch my power break forth and explode in this land and biblical events so occur because the eyes of the people, of before the eyes of the people, stand firm in your faith and get ready to shout to your God in the streets and the squares and your cities and towns. For I, the Lord God of hosts, shall have my way and will bring the victory. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the King of kings, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Wow. So exciting. Okay, let's go back to that work in progress. So she's sharing this prophetic word about President Trump, November 2018, about the Nat. She's going through all that. And then she says, President Trump is a work in progress, just like the rest of you. Remember that I am the potter, you are the clay, my precious children. I was just asking God, what do you think he meant by that when he said work in progress? And he literally showed me this from Amanda Grace's word on November of 2018, five years ago. So again, Patrick Mahomes wrote on his um, Instagram, work in progress. So cool. All right, let's go back to that word, November the 4th. I already read part of it, but I want to take you to the part about President Trump. What God had to say about him from January the 4th, 2021. So he said, for the sake of the gospel, okay, for the sake of the gospel and the harvest, we're talking billion soul harvest. How many times have we said that? So for the sake of the gospel and the harvest, I raised up a leader, a leader called since birth that the enemy attempted to pull and drag down into the ditches and pitfalls of this world to attempt to destroy the call. However, even though the enemy attempted to tempt, tarnish, and stain, I, the Lord, refined. I allowed this past year a wilderness experience to refine the man, the trumpet I called from his mother's womb. 
My son Donald, imperfect, yes, however called and anointed for a great task for leadership in a time of crisis to help steer America through the troubling waters. And then a little bit down from there, um, the Lord says through Amanda, and my son Donald shall be humbled even more and begin to see things through a different set of of bifocals as I, the Lord, bring him into focus and center him on me. For without me, he cannot win this fight. So I heard that, read that, and earlier, uh, actually, I think it was this weekend, David played this video for me um, of President Trump, but to the song, In Jesus' Name. We played it on our show on Monday, and I told people Grab a napkin or a Kleenex or something uh, because your nose is probably going to burn and you might get some tears because this is very powerful. And I got responses from people that they did. Check this out. I speak the name of Jesus over you. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my God to move. I speak the name because it's all that I can do. In desperation, I'll seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing and circumstances will change. I pray that the fear inside will flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. Jesus. 
That is what we are called to do. Pray for President Trump. Pray for President Trump. And Kim Clement had the prophetic word about he'd be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I don't know if he is, but be praying that he's baptized in the Holy Spirit and he's ready for his second term. So, all right. You know, as you could see, I think Avery said we had 18 videos. Is that right, Avery? Uh, 19. 19 videos. How many graphics? 10. 10 graphics and one prophetic word on the propheticreport.com uh, written. So there's a lot that goes into this. And I cannot wait to write the prophetic report in written form. And so if you have not ever um, gotten that, if you haven't seen it, I really encourage you to get it. It's so encouraging to see how all of these prophetic words are going together. So if you go to flyoverconservatives.com and you register for the newsletter, um, you will receive this on Mondays. And uh, if Avery will go back to that, the time is now. This was last week's. There are 16 categories, 16 categories of multiple pro- uh, prophetic voices saying the same thing. It was so encouraging to write it. Um, it takes me a long time, as you could imagine, but it's worth it because I get so excited. And so if you're discouraged or thinking, you know, is God even speaking or are we going to see things happening? We are, and God is letting us know so that we can steward these prophetic words. So again, go to flyoverconservatives.com. Make sure you register for the newsletter. So what do we do now? Pray. Pray for President Trump. Oh my gosh, it's so important. And if you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. If you don't have your prayer language, ask God for it. It is a gift that he freely gives to us. And so we just have to ask him to, to have um, be baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Second thing is worship. Worship the Lord. When we are worshiping, we are blowing holes in the second heaven. That's where the enemy is and his plans. So worship and then finally declare and decree what we do want. And we are going to declare and decree from Patricia King's book. Um, I highly encourage you to get this. There's all kinds of decrees in there. The one that we're going to use today is called 12 Decrees for Your Nation. And if you would like this uh, specific one, you're not going to get the book, uh, but you can get the specific one by texting the phone number 40509. Text the word decrees, D-E-C-R-E-E-S to 40509. All right, are you ready? Let's decree and declare over our nation in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I decree that my nation is turning to God and is embracing the truth of his word. In Jesus' name, I decree that the active, holy, and powerful conviction of the Holy Spirit is visiting every individual in my nation, drawing souls into true encounter with Christ. In Jesus' name, I decree that all who serve the nation in government positions are visited by the righteousness, truth, and justice of God, and that they live in the fullness of Christ's wisdom in all they do. I decree that any corruption in government will be exposed and dealt with in wisdom and righteousness in order for the nation to be cleansed. In Jesus' name, I decree that the education leaders, systems, and institutions in my nation are being filled with kingdom values, 
wisdom, conviction, and truth. In Jesus' name, I decree that the body of Christ in my nation is actively walking with and serving the Lord with fullness of focus, sincerity of faith, and in the demonstration of the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, I decree that those who live in my nation are kept in good health and are offered excellent health services and care. I decree that all will live in the health and strength of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I decree that the media in my nation communicates godly morals and values and the gospel is favored in media. In Jesus' name, I decree that every godly business and enterprise flourishes in my nation and every corrupt business and enterprise is exposed and falls. I decree prosperity and fruitfulness in my nation as a result of godliness in order for every individual to have all they need. In Jesus' name, I decree that the marriages and families in my nation are blessed with love, joy, and peace, and that every home is filled with the goodness of God. In Jesus' name, I decree that the body of Christ is mobilized into the harvest fields of my nation to bring forth much fruit. In Jesus' name, I decree that righteousness thrives in my nation in every realm of life and that lawlessness and corruption have no place Jesus is Lord over my nation. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every person that is listening right now. Thank you for President Trump. Thank you for his family. Thank you for his willingness that he will not back down. Thank you, God, that um, he is in a time of humbling and learning and growing and depending on you because it's all about you, God, that you are the one that is going to be glorified for everything that's happening. You are the one that gets the credit because you are above all things. Thank you for the anointing that he has on his life. Thank you for wisdom that you are giving him. That God, when this looks like it is hopeless and there's no way it can turn around, you are the God of hope. You are the God of possibility. You are the God that can make it happen. You're not chewing your nails. You haven't fallen off the throne. None of these things are catching you by surprise. And we are your children. We partner with you. We say yes and amen to your plans. And God, we just ask that you would show us what does it look like to walk in authority? What does it look like to be sons and daughters of the Most High God? Show us what it looks like, God, and show us how to take up that authority. We say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we love you. We worship you. I just pray for anybody whose body is out of alignment. We call it into alignment. If you have any kind of ailment, any kind of sickness, we say be healed in Jesus' name because it was paid for 2,000 years ago. Jesus healed everyone he prayed for. And so, and he said that we would do greater things. So we partner with you, Jesus, and we ask for healing for every person that's listening. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now we're going to speak Jesus into the darkness. And that is John 1, 1 through 14. It's all about Jesus coming into the world, bringing his light in a dark time. And that's what we need right now. But remember, we carry Jesus everywhere we go. If we are followers of Jesus Christ, if we've asked him to be our personal Lord and Savior, in fact, I feel like God is asking me right now to do that. If there is somebody that's listening today that you have not asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, that you have not... Um, said, I am a sinner and I need um, a savior. If you've not said that yet and you want to, let's walk through it because um, then Jesus is in you and you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and walk in power. So let's just do that right now. Heavenly Father, thank you 
that you died on a cross 2,000 years ago, that you came and you were born of a virgin and you lived a perfect life. And in that, you died for our sins. And then you went to hell. You stripped Satan of his keys. You came back. You gave us the authority by resurrecting from the dead. And you said, do greater things than I did. And God, we acknowledge that we need a savior. We need your blood. We can't do it without you. It's not about acts. It's not about anything that we can do. We didn't deserve it. We can't earn it. There's nothing that we can do, but we receive it in Jesus' mighty name. And we just ask anybody that's listening that hasn't been baptized by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come and baptize in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Let us walk in your power. Show us what it looks like, Father. And God, we love you. We worship you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And if you acknowledged that you need a Savior and you ask Jesus to be your Savior, you will be with us in eternity, just like he said to the guy on the cross. It's not like he got off and he did something incredible. That guy couldn't do anything. He was a sinner. He was condemned to die. And, And Jesus said to him, you will meet me in paradise today. And so that guy didn't do anything except for have faith that Jesus was the one and only Savior. And that's all you have to do is have faith and say, I need a Savior and accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. All right, so let's speak Jesus into the darkness right now. John 1, 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. That's what just happened for somebody that was listening today. You are a child of the Most High God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. We receive it in Jesus' mighty name. And then finally, we're going to declare and decree Psalm 91 over our family. Now, this the, this declaration that we have here, it was actually written by Tim Sheets. He took the scripture of Psalm 91, and then he just made it into a declaration or a decree that you can speak over your home, over your family, over waterways. It's just a really great way of doing that. So if you would like this decree, you can text the phone number 40509, text the word decrees. If you texted that earlier for the first one, you also received this one. Are you ready? Let's do it together. When our household abides under the shadow of El Shaddai, we are hidden under the strength of the Most High God. 
He's the hope that holds my household and the stronghold for us. He's the only God for us and our great confidence. He will rescue this household from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect us from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around us, protecting us, and we can run under His covering, the covering of His majesty, and we can hide there. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping us from harm. We will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor fear a spirit of darkness coming against us. We will not fear one thing, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble this house, nor will the powers of evil be launched against this house. Even in the time of disaster, with thousands and thousands falling around us, we will remain unscathed and unharmed. We will only be a spectator as the spirit of wickedness is judged. For those who are involved in wicked ways, they will be paid back for what they have done. But we will be protected. We will live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place. We will always be shielded from harm and we will always be protected from evil. Disease will not come into this household. God sends angels with special orders to protect us wherever we go, defending us from all harm. If we walk into a trap, angels will be there to help us and protect us and keep us from falling. We will even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath our feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken over us. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, and because you asked me, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and your household will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah. Now let's blow our shofars together. Just like when they went around the walls of Jericho, they blew their shofars, they yelled, and the walls came tumbling down. I believe as we are blowing our shofars together and prophetically, we are uh, watching these walls come tumbling down, just like they did in walls of Jericho, because the angels are going out and they're shredding the platform of the enemy. And we're going to use those walls as ramps to go in and take over in Jesus' mighty name. So grab your shofar. On the count of three, we'll blow it together and we'll yell. Are you ready? One. Two, three. Woo! Go host, make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your past, your future is brighter than your past. And I bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thank you so much. I'll see you back here next week. Public service announcements for all of you that eat and you survive based on food. Now, if you're... Uh, I think that's all of us. Well, there might be someone out there that's like, I don't actually eat. I just live on Skittles. I painted a picture of a butterfly. If you depend on on a rounded diet uh, based on everything that you need, the minerals, the nutrients, everything involved, you need a good protein source. Nothing sustains the body like high-quality beef. They don't even have to put on the label anymore what's in our foods. But when we go to flyovermeat.com, we know it is clean meat. And the way that you know is because there's no lab-grown meat. They have a shelf life of actually 10-plus years on the meat. No mRNA jabs. Very important because, man, we do not want that in our body. All-American beef, high-quality product, and 100% natural. 
So eat well today and eat well tomorrow. So go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code flyover for a huge discount. There's not one thing that you can buy at a grocery store today for a dollar. And it feels like a scary time, but it doesn't have to be scary for us. We may not be able to control the government or what they're doing with our spending or what happens with inflation, but we can control what we do. This is one ounce of silver, but you might have bought a one ounce silver that, you know, you paid $80 for it because it had a picture of Elvis on it. It doesn't matter what's on it. This is worth the spot price of silver that day. And so it's important that you're buying silver and not stories. And number two, that you're buying it from a broker that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell it. And so I know when I go to sell it, I don't want to pay a commission based on the increase. I only want to pay a commission based on the purchase of it that day. So when I go to sell it, all of that profit belongs to our family. We've known Kirk for over 25 years. His dad was a mentor of ours when we were first married. It's a family that I completely trust. For you to be able to connect with them, all you have to do is go to flyovergold.com. There's a place you can fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call to set up an appointment to help to answer your questions. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or you can call 720-605-3900. I am so glad that we did. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Hey.